0: The PwC Network, what the world is watching and listening to.
1: PW Hustle, the recognized symbol of excellence in sports entertainment.
2: Tonight's episode of the PWC Wednesday Night Skirmish is brought to you by Z Apollo Photography. Visit Zapolophotography.com for all your photography needs.
3: To introduce this man the owner the ceo of aw tony khan with a major announcement tony my friend the floor is yours buddy
0: thank you tony normally i'm the one keeping people on time so i'm gonna make sure we get to the wrestling tonight thank you all for being here thank you for being here Everyone here and everyone at home, you're the ones that kept this company and this business going through this pandemic. Thank you for being here tonight. Tonight is a big night. We're gonna have a big week. This is the biggest week in the history of this company. Ladies and gentlemen, we're on the road to revolution. This Sunday on pay-per-view and ahead of revolution, I have a huge announcement tonight. It's something big, and I really appreciate you all being here. You know, when we started AEW three years ago, it was out in that parking lot. And I know a lot of you, a lot of you were here at the very beginning, out there. At the very beginning. Well, it was about 17 years before that, another wrestling company started. A wrestling company known as ROH. Ring of Honor. And I've been a fan of Ring of Honor for a long time, a huge fan, so you can imagine I'm very excited because today I signed a deal. I just became the new owner of Ring of Honor. Shane's not here. There's no Shane, it's me. And let me tell you something, ladies and gentlemen, Ring of Honor, 20 years ago, last week, they launched with an Era of Honor, one of the biggest events they ever had. And the first show, the Era of Honor, begins. The main event, you were there? Well, you know who else was there and he was out in the parking lot? Christopher Daniels! He's an AEW original. He's a Ring of Honor original. He's been there for the start of both companies. And the man he wrestled Neither one of them won that night in the main event, and it's been eating both of them up for 20 years. The man he wrestled is here tonight, and it's the man who's gonna wrestle John Moxley at Revolution for the first time ever in Daly's place. Ladies and gentlemen, here he is.
1: I used to wake up every morning, splash water on my face, and I'd look at myself in the eyes in the mirror, and I'd ask myself, Am I the bad guy? I never really had an answer, and of course, I don't truly believe that everybody thinks that they're the bad guy in their own story. I mean, up until a week ago, I was certain that Max was the bad guy. And I'll say right now, I think What Max did last week for him to come out here and bare his soul like that on national television, I think that takes courage. And it's courage that, yes, I did not think he had. He spoke about a lot of important things, a lot of deep things. But I also can't shake the feeling that I'm being gaslit. I'll make it very clear to everybody here and especially everybody at home, I don't think Max is lying. I believe those things happened to him. Where my questions lie is in his sincerity and I must be getting soft in my old age because I just don't know if it matters. There's a famous picture of me on the internet, very young with Steve Austin. And after much lesser men framed him as somebody who took his ball and went home, I didn't get mad at the world. I didn't lash out and do horrible things. And since I've been here in AEW, I've seen Max knock out the legendary Dean Malenko who's suffering from Parkinson's. I've listened to Max Barry, Brian Pillman Jr.'s father, the late, great Brian Pillman, in his hometown. I had to sit and back and watch Max say awful things about Darby Allen's uncle. And here's the thing, ladies and gentlemen, here's one fact that I know is hurt people hurt people. When I came here, Max stood in front of me, he introduced himself to me and he stuck his hand out and I didn't shake his hand. Now, am I to blame for all these horrible things that Max did? Am I Dr. Frankenstein and he's the monster? Listen, I think everybody has to take responsibility for their own actions. And I don't think right now there's anything else that I can say that's gonna be more impactful than something that I can do. And in order to do that, I need Max to come out here. And I don't want I don't want anybody but Max from last week to come out here and we can talk. We can have a conversation in front of the world.
4: He was having trouble finding these words there, I, which you really don't hear. I mean, he usually knows what it, what he wants to say and, but, Oh, here we go. Wait a second. I mean, which MJF are we going to get here? There's no telling. He's wrestling's version of symbol perhaps. Dog collar. Sunday night, pay-per-view. Remember that.
1: So here's the thing, Max. I've done horrible things in my life. I used to be you. So full of hate. But listen, man, I poured alcohol down an alcoholic's throat i covered a legendary wrestler in the ashes of his dead beloved manager i mocked a wrestler's addiction until he lost his job because of it and i'm here to tell you right now that all that hate it's not just going to keep you warm it's going to burn you up I'd like to think that my respect isn't just given, it's earned. And right now this is bigger than me. This is bigger than you. This is bigger than wrestling. This right here is about that 11 year old kid who's at home watching right now and he looks up to you the same way you looked up to me. That's what this is about. And I might be wrong, but I woke up this morning and I splashed water in my face and I looked at myself in the mirror and I asked myself a question. I said, are you the good guy? And I finally had an answer. And that answer is, I sure am trying.
4: match in the history of wrestling. Wow. I didn't expect that. No. Well. I mean think about MJF as a young kid looking up to CM Punk and now finally this cathartic moment after all those years of. Just hatred. Disappointment in the heart of MJF. Oh! Oh, right down the middle. The long blow. Almost feels premeditated. Feels premeditated. He ain't worth a damn. The scum of the earth. He's not worth a damn. The heat sinker! Oh Planet CM Punk! But this is absolutely premeditated! And that proves it right there! This kid needs a, some time with Dr. Melty. No, this kid needs that's, to get his ass kicked. But I don't think that's gonna happen. He's calling out Wardlow and Sean Spears! And Spears with the dog collar in his hand! And Wardlow gave him the ring! Dynamite Diamond Ring, MJF. Look at the hate in the eyes of MJF. He wants to take him out before Revolution. He doesn't want that dog collar around his damn neck. Oh, the Dynamite Diamond Ring. Right in the head. Right in the head. And down goes Punk. And Sean Spears just hyping up MJF, as MJF teeing off. And FTR coming to ringside to run interference on AEW security. And the Pinnacle coming together. And CM Punk. Punk has been busted open. Yes, he has. I mean, a deep laceration on the face of CM Punk at the hands of MJF and that damn ring. That ring tearing at the flesh of CM Punk and MJF once again concentrating on that wound. God, this kid has gone psychotic. This is one of the worst things I've ever witnessed since we started AEW. And it's clear MJF used that personal history to manipulate CM Punk to lull him into a false sense of security. Brendan, a ring crew. Taking it too far, fellas. Yeah, they took it way too far.
3: You stupid, stupid old man. I'm a snake. The greatest trick the devil ever pulled was convincing the world he doesn't exist. And this Sunday at Revolution, I'm going to show you and all these mindless sheep that I am the devil himself. Not many will disagree with that here. Oh, come on,
4: Spears. Good work. Security referee somebody. Will CM Punk even be able to Boy, Darby Allin, Sammy Guevara, and Sting! Those three men will team up on Revolution, but they're coming here and they've got CM Punk's back! And the Reds scatter! Damn them! Well, CM Punk and MJF, the dog collar match this Sunday, but dynamite will continue after this! The not?
0: And now the PWC, the Pro Wrestling Coalition is on the air for the most exciting two hours of professional wrestling podcasting in the world. We're gonna put butts in seats and ears to the streets. And now here are your hosts, Jimmy T and Jeff Lippman.
2: Hello everyone and welcome to the welcome to the pwc wednesday night skirmish right here on the pwc network i'm your host jimmy t and my co-host is back for two weeks in a row he's the foreign object he's even a doctor heck he's even a lawyer dr jeff Litman. welcome back to the wednesday night skirmish my friend how are you i am so happy to be here on back to back episodes
5: back to back this is exciting especially after last week's skirmish and some of my uh, my rants, and, and seemingly the only person in the universe who didn't think Dynamite was fantastic last week, I actually thought it was pretty darn good this week. Uh, I thought, thought the first two-thirds were really good. Last third, not so much.
2: Yeah, it was a, I, I felt it was an up-and-down show. I, I will say I thought last week was actually better than this week, but still, it was a decent show, no doubt about I, it.
5: I think I know why you're going to say that. Then we can talk I'm sure I'll it okay. on Troll Explorer on the show. But this week there was a lot of stuff that just didn't make sense. But I think that's oh. on the of course.
2: Oh, don't even get me started, but we'll get to that. But we start off Dynamite with some big news, Jeff. It was the big announcement. Now big I'm news. Sure it was huge. It was huge news. Shout outs mm-hmm. to Chris, Mr. AMBS, who can't be with us for the evening. But so tony khan buys ring of honor yes tony khan buys ring
5: of honor not aew llc right i don't think people are actually talking about that um and we don't need to talk about that as, as the lead because it's certainly not cool um but i am one of like maybe six Ring of honor fans that i know <laughs> so, so i mean this is a lifeline this this is potentially very exciting uh i have concerns i have questions but for right now ring of honor is not dead and it's in the hands of whatever you want to say about tony khan you cannot say he's not going to pour money into something including his own money because if the rumors are true (laughs) the i have to go back to the what i said earlier fightful earlier in the day so you knew what it was put put out a story on that that ring of honor is valued at 10 to 20 times what WWE paid for WCW 20 years ago it was 2.5 million dollars so the math there is easy 25 to 50 million dollars I don't think Ring of Honor made 50 million dollars in the aggregate its entire existence
2: never no fucking way so so you knew right away what what you knew then I mean
5: I didn't know before I I just thought it was one of those pie in the sky you know dreams um I just figured Sinclair would would fold it declare a bankruptcy or whatever um but if they got 25 to 40 million for it, <laughs> yeah. I mean, and then later on, there was something like sportsnetworth.com did a valuation, and they, they said it was valued somewhere between 463,000 and and like 23 cents. Like it was very specific, but that sounds right. That And it was like, the library is worth millions itself. Really? If the library was worth so much, why does honor club not sustain the company why, why is honor club such a
2: failure hey, it's true i mean what what uh what's the numbers even like do you even know the numbers no whatever it is it's obviously not enough to keep keep it solvent
5: to, to to hold on to any you know major free agents or whatever but listen i i don't want to be all doom and gloom because this is exciting for ring of honor I'm um, just a little bit and and this ties into Get dynamite in the, in the casino battle royal we saw a lot of tag team members that i think most people assume were sort of going to be quietly non-renewed or non-engaged again for appearances and there they were and that's i'm sort of afraid that that's going to be the population of ring of honor plus j lethal you know plus dan house and maybe they'll have the briscoes just for ring of honor sort of get them a little bit away from aw and they'll do some talent exchanges and whatever but you know, I I don't know. Maybe they'll hire Gresham. Who who knows? But uh, you know, like there's like six guys from Ring of Honor with Impact. I mean, who knows how long those contracts are? But Ring of Honor has a lifeline, and let let's just wait and see.
2: Well, let's be honest. I mean, if it was anyone else, and I and I hear WWE actually had an opportunity to buy Ring of Honor themselves, but for whatever reason, they bulked at what they wanted. And yeah, uh, they,
5: they probably offered four hundred thousand dollars in St. Like, this, this is worth two and a half million. And Tony Khan's <laughs> like, no, not this is worth thirty-seven million. They're like, you're right.
2: <laughs> so you do believe that he paid roughly between thirty and fifty mil. The only reason I believe this is
5: because why else would Fightful put out that idiotic report that that anyone with a brain can say. This this company is worth negative. It's it's it. No, it, you're right. Definitely. So yeah, I mean, why would they put that out there if that's not the numbers that were rumored as to what he paid? Hmm. Yeah. And true. If, you, if you pay twenty two million, everyone's gonna say he's a genius. This was worth fifty million dollars. Look at the bark and look what a great businessman. Any yeah. any a, a penny over a million dollars is is way overpaying for this and 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 that's probably that's probably half for all in and half for the intellectual property of of same ring of honor and being able to float those belts around
2: well i'm glad you brought up all in do you think we're going to get all in from now on instead of all out
5: no i well maybe uh i'm not sure i don't i don't, I don't know i think i think that they're happy with their brands i mean the interesting thing is that listen if pershad and Tony are on the same page, and Prashad just said this is not going to be part of AEW's investment, but it's cool. We're you know we're all good together. Then it's going to be easy. They can they can uh, assign rights, they can license the rights, they can be mutual, revocable in perpetuity. It can be a dollar a year, switching between the companies, whatever, and all can be peace in the valley. But the cynic in me, and by the way, I'm trained professionally to look for these things, <laughs> so forgive me, audience, if you think I'm being all doom and gloom. But when two different companies buy assets, and it's a father and son, any two companies, it's an issue. I mean, if three people want to buy land, you know, it's more complicated than two people wanting to
3: buy
6: land,
5: right? Sure. Um, So this is not an accident. It, It was on purpose. So, I mean, you could say that maybe dad has... Tony on the budget he did say Cody couldn't be resigned because they're on a budget and Dave Meltzer said this has been discussed before <laughs> no it hasn't but okay maybe he has him on a budget now because the video game seems to suck and, the, and there's no reason to be coming out for it and Kenny Omega can we talk about Kenny Omega for a second please please be my guest okay. the man has four jobs one is being a wrestler so good wrestler got hurt not his fault so one job is to get better the second job was to run the women's division uh he's done a pretty shitty job of that his co his his corollary job with running the women's division was taking care of the japanese girls well apparently he did a really bad job of that so he failed at that and then his other job is shepherd the video game we're in year three no video game and the one thing he says about it is that it's not going to have the functionality or the resolution and graphics of ww 2 k so so the one statement he makes about it is he's burying it I mean, this guy is bad at his jobs. I mean, you want to say he's good in the rim? Okay, I'll, I'll accept that. If, I, if you know, I mean, sure. If you know, he he does a great Snapdragon, Swanton, and V Trigger. Besides that, I'm not sure what he does. Oh, but yeah, uh, you know, he can he can get that knee up like nobody's business. He definitely um,
7: can.
5: Sure, terrific. <laughs> great. Just so can Rockets. Anyway, oh, uh, but 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 these jobs, no good at him. So anyway, so if Prashad and Tony are not exactly on the same page with this, and Tony's like, "Well, I'm going to use my money for this," and Prashad's like, "I don't give a fuck what you do with your money. I already told you you can blow all your money. It's my money that you're not you're not going to blow." Maybe they're not on the same page. Now, this could be an insurance policy for Tony to play promoter. Should Prashad say, "This, listen, I, I you know, eight figures may not really be a lot to us, but kid." We're in business to make money, not not so you can play with your toys. And toys, well, I want to play with my toys. You gave me eight hundred and seventy-one million dollars, and yes, I have turned it into six hundred million dollars. <laughs> but whatever, I'm still getting half of nine billion dollars once you pass. So, yeah, but your sister's going to be trustee. I don't care. She'll give me an allowance. It's fine. Um, and so this is don't he can still it. play promoter and play with his. So he can be like dark helmet and and play <laughs> with, and, and play with his dolls. So oh, fine. Shit. that's that's one thing the other thing is everyone's talking about oh they're going to stream with hbo max oh
2: that was stupid dude
5: listen
6: i i'm
5: finding it hard to envision hbo max is interested in wrestling or if it is that it's interested in like armory and and high school gym and the kind of wrestling that i know people romanticize from ring of honor but there's like a hundred people in in and like the 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 quality is terrible. So I'm not really sure HBO Max is that interested in having it. Um, even the recent pay-per-views, you know, the the quality isn't good. And you have maybe a 1,000 to 250 people in in them. And then they're like, well, they also get the TV. Well, people, you, you're you all much lies. You don't watch Ring of Honor. Because so if you've been watching Ring of Honor for the last five years, you would know that they do the pay-per-views. And then that's the TV shows for the next eight weeks. They just take parts of it. The- <laughs> and and some backstage segments so the pay-per-views and the tv shows it's barely different content um so i don't know but the license the point i'm trying to make is that the licensing between two entities and hbo max could potentially make it difficult if they're not exactly on the same page we don't know that they're not everything could be happy it could all be happy town it can be like shot can be like that's great you've got this we'll work together aw can use it terrific and you can play with that that's your money i won't you do whatever you want i'm going to leave you alone with that this budget thing you want to pay cody Rhodes 11 million dollars a year there which by the way i don't think i I think that tony had about as much as of cody and brandy as everyone else there i Um, agree (laughs) but anyway i think that's a story that people should look for little things and little cracks to see if if aew and ring of honor don't, you know, if, if certain things don't happen that you're expecting happen, like there's no ring of honor symbols in the or logos in the video game and, and, and things like that, that, you know, maybe it's not exactly all happy, happy. Now, listen, it's family. They could work it all out uh, if they want, but, but Prashad seems a lot more like Vince than like Tony. 100%
2: for sure by a speech by a speech right this that a was team great story. that was great i was i was literally listening to that and i liked it a lot although i will disagree with you when it comes to kenny omega except i agree with you when it comes to him managing the women's division haven't been the greatest let's be honest but to be fair to also kenny i don't think their roster is that great anyway i'm talking about their women's roster ain't really that great in terms of in-ring work other than the, the japanese wrestlers And Serena Deeb, Big Baker kinder, and Ruby Ryan, everyone else sucks really in the ring, you know what I mean? But they do have a potential to become good. But that's in the future. They've got a lot of green women in in their women's division, let's be honest. Of course, but but isn't that his fault? Didn't he bring them in? Well, I guess, yeah. But who, I mean, there are a few females that are actually available that, that are much better out there on the independent circuit, but for whatever reason yeah.
6: they, they, mean, they, we, they it actually listen, is
5: we we all think that they are and then they show up on tv and they're not like i
2: thought santana garrett and mercedes oh, martinez were absolutely terrific. agree with it and they've got so much hype in the iwc community bro i mean seriously they're
5: not so great everyone said ruby soho was wasted and and undervalued in ww she comes to aw frankly she stinks she's 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 mid at best she was she, really she was is. protective in the tag
2: team absolutely and she's
5: barely on TV there like Ruby Soho I think everyone was expecting her to be the top person in the division it's the, the top people are still Thunder Rosa Serena Deeb who's oh, doing yes. Thunder star, Rosa. Her. I forgot to
2: mention oh, yeah. her right oh, you didn't mention her. she's doing oh, her daddy okay body.
5: all right uh Shida is probably the best talent she doesn't have a lot of personality but now she's back in her feud with Serena Deeb again and you know yeah. legit Layla Hirsch has the skill set but she's 410
2: yeah well, not if that dude what do you mean 410 probably 4-5 uh,
5: well I mean, <laughs> I'm serious
2: I mean, I mean does she even get to the top rope I don't I mean, think she does
5: I think she's below the top rope I mean they push Chris Staplander who's not very good they push Nyla Rose who's not very good uh Britt Baker has a great personality and is an okay worker then they bring in jamie hater who's supposed to be her muscle meanwhile she's i think
2: she's got a lot of potential dude yeah she's got a lot of potential to gain another
5: 50 pounds i mean she's <laughs> she, she came she came in looking like new becky lynn she
2: looks she- good now but for now she looks good but you're right she does have potential to pound on the the cakes you know what i'm saying
5: those halter tops used to stay flat between the the chestful region and the and the uh, the pow booty region and Ugh. And now there's a power stomach. Uh, <laughs> oh, jeez. No, 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 not uh... good. Um, I, I don't, you know, uh, everyone was excited with uh, what was his name? Eva Lee. She sucks. Everyone was excited with Diamante, never on TV. Kiera Hogan was supposed to solidify the roster. Yeah,
2: yeah that's I mean, weird, dude. All these girls ended up sucking, especially when you mentioned Santana Garrett it was a great example. Even Mercedes Martinez. Yeah, and everyone wants to, like, bring in athena for those who don't know oh please please I mean, come on yeah. yes amber moon no
5: i mean everyone's like they, they listed they they want tegan nuts they want athena they, they looks oh. like there's like four women they want tegan. to bring in I, I i can we we've just mentioned but we could list more women on their roster right now who are doing absolutely nothing you got red velvet you've got sky blue you've got Ky- kyleen king i mean they have all they have they have about 15 women who are doing absolutely nothing if your name isn't anna jay or ty conti they're basically the lance archers uh, of the women's yes, division they, absolutely. they put them into a uh, you know a program to lose a match uh, or to lose a feud um you know and then there's like six other women and some of them are hench people
2: you're right i mean that's the truth i mean I, I, you said it well you said it perfectly and really there's just so many overhyped women's wrestlers and it's so true I mean if you want to look on the wb side for a moment Liv morgan's one of those women as well that if she was to jump to aw and had more responsibility to call a match just say like ruby right and it just totally exposes her right mm-hmm. she would suck well she,
5: she sucks in wwe well, too, right but,
2: but people, people are like starting to like get behind her you know what i mean people starting to talk her up like she's this and that but yeah she looks great but other than that well, she I- still sucks
5: I said a few months ago the Liv Morgan experiment is over and everyone's like no she's gonna get a push she's gonna win the Elimination Chamber no she didn't she got beat by Alexa Bliss I mean (laughs) but this is great I I when I hope the WWE pays more attention to women's tag team wrestling I hope they put Alexa Bliss and Liv Morgan together and they just make
2: them go back to both being the Harley Quinn thing and just do the Harley Quinns Alexa Um, Bliss is a lot better than you give her credit for come on now I love Alexa Bliss she's great in the ring Liz Zakistan is part of the Darker <laughs>
5: Order
2: of Taters. <laughs> You're a character, Jeff, seriously. Well, sure. maybe we should move on from the women for now, but I do want to mention one more thing about Ring of I Honor. do it. You hate women. Not, no, don't say that. I don't want to get all the feminists jumping on me, all right? Let's, let's not go there. But do you think now that Tony Khan owns Ring of Honor, do you think we're going to have have it back on television? Are we going to get it back on TV Are we going to have a separate company or is he going to do the Vince McMahon and bury WCW like Vince did? Is he going to basically put Ring of Honor on the shelf and we're just going to forget about it? I don't think he's going to put it on the shelf and I don't think he's
5: going to bury it like Vince. What I think he's going to do is, I mean, first of all, I mean, Ring of Honor right now airs on Sinclair. I cannot imagine that's going to persist much longer. No way imagine they'll just you know really i mean ring of honor own uh, sinclair own ring of honor so it's not like i mean they probably lease to each other cuz ring of honor's a, a corporation sinclair's an llc um but but uh, so i don't know if there's any actual contract that needs to be honored or whatever the case might be uh, but that's got to be gone it'll be interesting to see where he puts the ring of honor show my fear is that it's just instead of aw dark or aw dark elevation that it's going to be ring of honor hmm. instead now if there are these rumors about hbo max and there's more to it if they were going to put like a ring of honor show on hbo max weekly that could be interesting listen I'd be very interested in this hbo max if the if the aw pay per views are part of it like the network or like it comes with peacock well that was the talk I mean, actually Jeff that's what they were saying too if this thing is real yeah, I mean it's worthless to me unless that's the case. But if it is, I I have Max, so great. I don't want I'm not
2: looking forward to spending $50 tonight. I, I don't I don't I don't want to I have to. I mean, well, I, technically I, you don't actually. I can actually send you a link where you don't actually have to pay that much. Oh, is that right? Yes. Well, is that's all you want to say on air? I don't care because it could mean anything. It's not like I'm saying okay. anything. All I said I can send you a link where you yeah, won't it have could to mean pay. Well, bucks? you're in
5: Australia, so say whatever you want. Who cares? Well, not I really. Mean, the same I, shit. He, he, I know? mean, you're in Antarctica. Uh, oh, Antarctica. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, Antarctica. Nah, <laughs> I don't you're, exist, you're, Jeff, remember?
5: You're in an island in the middle of international waters.
2: It's no shit. <laughs> <universe here. laughs> well, well, anyway, I'm somewhere in the Pacific, all right, Jeff? Somewhere. Somewhere. These mustaches stand. <laughs> I'm glad to report she does not have a mustache. Thank God. I'm I'm glad to I cannot independently confirm it, though. I need to double source this, but okay. Uh, Anyway, enough of Dee's mustache. Let's move on to the first match of the evening, actually, Jeff. Oh, yeah, and I wanted to point out, I called the skirmish Dynamite. Oh, Dynamite, right. right. That's right. Not Rampage, Dynamite. (laughs) But uh, I just do want to say one more thing. I did call that tony khan's announcement will either be him buying him buying a a, like ring of honor or Mm. him doing a super show announcing a super show i called it i got it right so you can give me the credit jeff
5: i will give you credit for that because i heard it i i thought it would be something rather underwhelming but that people would pretend to be excited about which probably it was but I actually give him credit for this because he said it was going to be something that was business related that would change the wrestling landscape and it it did that now a lot of people don't care about ring of Honor, but I think he actually delivered um and you know uh, but anyway I thought what what it was going to be is because of all the problems in Japan that there were going to be certain New Japan pro wrestling events that were going to be hosted but in aew venues and aew talent was gonna was gonna perform in them as well so like the g1 would be half AEW, half
2: new japan i'm hoping that still happens actually jeff because that would be brilliant well yeah and, and and covid makes it very attractive to new japan and new japan
5: i don't know if you follow the new japan ratings but they had their first week of new contact they had five weeks they started like right around a hundred thousand i think eighty eight thousand. and then they they basically halved it and they sort of crawled their way back. Are you place. talking about
2: New Japan Strong?
5: No, no, no. I'm talking about New Japan Pro Wrestling, which is on Access after right. And they released the
2: Access TV ratings? Yeah. Okay. okay. Oh, no, yeah. I haven't I, been following that. So yeah, please continue. I yeah, reported them. every week on Hammerwark. Beautiful. That's good. So this past week was
5: the first week of new content and I believe where's the number? Um, I don't have the number right here, but it would, it was like seventy-eight thousand. no let me get to it it was seventy-one thousand, which is higher than it's been but lower than its repeat premiere which was omega jericho from three four years ago um that's not great that, that's not great numbers i mean that was about half of what impact did so the lead-in didn't really keep it so the excitement about new japan here is great and listen new japan strong is not doing well it's 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 on par with championship wrestling of hollywood yeah. unfortunately you know, so right. so having new japan storylines and big events in the u.s would make a lot of sense for new japan right now which is this whole deal is about what makes sense for new japan
2: Hmm. interesting well unfortunately new japan right now totally sucks dude i mean i don't know if you've watched it but it really it really new sucks japan-
5: the only New Japan I've ever watched ever than little snippets here and there is when they did their,
2: their crossovers with Ring of Honor, which right, right. is not nothing. It was a lot. No, you're right. And those shows are great too, man. I mean, I get a kick seeing the Japanese wrestlers in Western sort of countries. You know what I'm saying? Because I don't know, man. Like I said, I'm a big New Japan fan, so I'm always excited. I love Tetsuya Naito. I love Kazuchika Okada. I love te- uh, what's it called, Tanahashi and Takahashi, but I got, I got to say that I'm getting some serious chopsticks right now Listen to you speak Japanese. Oh, no. <laughs> oh fuck. Well, I guess the racist Olympics are back on again, Jeff. I mean, you're you about you, about, you I, in I, gold. I, you in gold, my friend.
5: I, I mean, I'm, I, I got a spare rib or something. <laughs> oh, on
2: shit. Anyway, enough with the Japanese chopsticks. But Gomez and Morticia here. What, 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 what's, what's now we're going. About? I
5: hear yep. you speaking Japanese.
2: It's making okay. me excited. We're going Adam's family now. But anyway, let's move on to the first match, Jeff. Forget the chopsticks. We'll go to the first match. (laughs) Please. No wax on or wax off. I need some some water. (laughs) Anyway, our first match of the evening is apparently, was it Ring of Honor's first ever match as well? Which was Brian Danielson, the American Dragon, versus the Fallen Angel, Christopher Daniels. Yeah, but it was it was from the
5: the first episode, but yeah, Christopher Daniels with his bloody eye. That was that, that was Dude, disturbing.
2: I I just want to say about that. I've had the same injury before, okay? Many years ago and yes, I got that was from a punch, right? I got into a fight at the time. Um, but oh, I'm sorry. That's all right. I mean, I didn't get smashed. So it was just it was a cheap punch, you know what I mean? That it was the only damage. You
5: deserved it.
2: Whatever the reason, doesn't matter. I didn't start that fight. It actually happened. I was just walking randomly with a friend on the street. No shit. And these That's random right guys on, jumped yeah. out of the car and and yeah, just for no yeah, reason. I'm, not, I'm sure. This, this, this story You don't believe was... me? That's a true story. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh no! Actually, that was a different fight. Actually, no. I just remember it was back back at university at the time. There were anyway. seventeen people in your town. Don't tell me it was random. No, nah, look. I've been in a few. You, I've been in a few fights. Say, so I haven't been in one recently. Somebody kangaroo did it
5: and just make me happy and let's. Move all on. right,
2: it was a kangaroo that did it. All right, he bounced. He bounced right next to me and just went pa, and got me. But anyway, the point is, I've had the same injury. But that injury, from if I remember correctly, because it was a long time ago, I was about eighteen at the time. Um, it didn't last four to five weeks or six weeks, maybe eight weeks, with Christopher Daniels. It actually lasted probably a week. How the hell is his eye that bloody still after like eight weeks? I, I mean, well, one, he's 50, so really right,
5: it's longer. Two, if he's still wrestling or being active, I mean, he's he's – I mean it's ruptured capillaries it's a hemorrhage so right you know even if he's not taking Best shots blood eye, he's just doing he's just doing swan and moose and moon salts and lo- he's jarring his body I mean capillaries are very thin blood vessels so he probably doesn't let it heal so I, I don't think there's any great secret to to how how it is he looks like he's in pretty good shape so he's probably still you know working out a lot so he's putting pressure on his blood vessels. right that makes sense probably will never heal until he you know Stops being active
2: well if i was him if i was you fallen angel he please take if some time to-
5: i'd have the same injury done to the second eye so that he looks super scary and then he can join house of black because they, <laughs> they need on. more members in factions
2: well first of all I, I don't like how buddy murphy or buddy matthews whatever you want to call him is in this because you know you know the history between them two i feel like pentagon el scudo should be really in that and call him, you know, Pentagon Black. Tell me that wouldn't make sense, right? Pentagon it Black. Would. Perfect.
5: Yeah. And anything that results in Apprehende is losing his. Oh, belt. fuck. I'm, oh, I'm God.
2: Oh, God. I'm glad you brought him up. We'll get to that, though. All right. Let's not mm-hmm. move too far. But anyway, we get a great little match. I mean, it wasn't the best match. It was all right. It Daniel Bryan, or oh, sorry, Brian Danielson gets the win with the triangle lock and uh he flexes as he always does what i don't understand about brian danielson right now is he's he's such a tweener but then leans straight back to like being a heel like whatever like he does the heel face thing whenever he chooses to and i don't really like that well i think it's because he knows that he can but i i think he did this on purpose
5: to make his role clear in in this upcoming feud that he's the bad guy so i liked it i mean i you know for those who didn't see it uh after um daniel's lost consciousness the you know brian took a while to release it and then he made a speech he goes he talks about ring of honor and how great the match was and and he said in ring of honor we always began the match with a handshake and we ended the match with a handshake so he walks over to a prone that was great lifts his lifeless arm up and shakes his lifeless <laughs> arm and he goes he goes but I'm not in ring of uh anymore I'm in AW and it's time to kick someone's head in so he does <laughs> his kicking of the head in uh and and you know and then Moxley comes in and then cut, you know cuts a promo so we know who the good guy and who the bad guy is I still don't know what the stipulation is here I know that they have to bleed together to work together oh yeah I, I, I mean I just wish that they would say know you know brian you've got to beat me if you want me to be your friends or because if it's just they they have a great a great match and there's mutual respect anything can happen so there's no stipulation but um i mean that that aside that that i don't think it's nitpicking i think it's a sort of major gap in the story um but uh you know John Moxley cut a promo and he said you know you you can envision me on two paths one is that you beat me and I fade away into obscurity which is exactly how wrestling losses were you know right that's
7: true
5: they said the other one that's the path I'm going to go down to and I'm going to do what was unthinkable until recently and I'm going to beat the American Dragon Brian Danielson the best in the world and I'm not gonna fade gently into this quiet night I guess I'm gonna do it through blood sweat and
7: tears
2: <laughs> that was a great 80s promo right there
5: Jeff Moxley always does really good promos and then he does
2: 15 more yeah like he does a great promo and then he says more he's that's true he probably doesn't need to say that more part you know what I mean he, he just should just stop at that point and you're right and I do think, though, although I'll give him some credit, in many ways, he's kind of underrated. I think Moxie's become so much better in AEW than he was in WWE, let's face it. Sure, it wasn't totally all his fault in WWE. But in AEW, man, he's just... He's a breath of fresh air. Like, he hypes you up. Like, at first, I used to hate him having the Wild Thing theme, especially the the, the chick version. But now I'm starting to dig it, dude. I'm starting to, like like it, like every time he comes out, I'm like, yeah, you know what I mean, it suits him, so I guess, you know, that's cool, but as far as Danielson goes, I guess he is the bad guy, and he's a great bad guy, I love it, he, him being Dickhead Dan is just great for me, Like I enjoy it immensely, right, but, well, immensely, sorry, but with Moxley and Danielson as a team, I don't think that's going to happen, I actually think it's going to get worse. They're going to feud on and on and on maybe. And we don't even get this little team or whatever you want to call it. What well, what was his team supposed to be called again? The team, Well, I mean,
5: they were just going to build a, a a faction of real wrestlers. They were going to try and you know, take All right
2: DRC and lead Moriarty. Right. But, but how does Moxie fit into that sort of category? He really doesn't. Let's be honest.
5: I don't know I mean if they added like some brawlers to the technical wrestlers like a two technical wrestlers and two brawlers it would it would make more sense like if they said we can turn Nick camarado into something look at that guy I mean that that would make sense we could take Caesar Bonani away from the useless wingman I can't stand him, in- him anyway to be honest I'm just I'm just thinking of examples of, of right. people that they could do something with this sort of doing nothing with right now you know maybe they say look at Hobbs. he's pretending he's in in big problems but basically he he's he's the third guy in a a three-man faction and one of them one of the members is too good to hang out with the other two what what could john moxley do with will Hobbs? you know turn will Hobbs into the next john moxley we got a we have a 35 year old and a 25 year old we we can dominate this business for the next 10 years god
2: well this is what i think is going to happen jeff i actually think Danielson will have his little group, right? Of wrestlers, right? But it's not going to involve Moxley. He's pretty much going to- Yeah, I think Cesaro could be part of it. But heck, could this possibly become the Ring of Honor sort of stable?
5: Anything is possible. Hey, listen, I made a, a half joke on Hammerlock Hangover that Tony Khan bought Ring of Honor just to build an entire promotion around Cesaro so he can finally be that world that dominant (laughs) culture he can be their Roman Reigns basically
2: it's not too far from the truth actually Jeff
5: I mean it's a well it's a it's an idea but it's not an idea that is without plausibility right yeah and I think people listen if Cesaro can go to Ring of Honor and make major league money
3: why the fuck not
2: why not well that brings me to Cody are the rumors true after all? I mean, these rumors were suggested even before Khan actually bought uh, Ring of Honor where, you know, apparently Cody was going to be the new head of Ring of Honor, right? Right before Tony Khan I, bought I, it.
5: I heard those rumors only from people on Twitter, not journalists or media, however credible or incredible, or just random randos. No, I... Listen, I, I said a week to... I think Cody's already signed a contract at WW. All this is bullshit. He's 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 showing up at or he, either at WrestleMania or the night right stuff. after WrestleMania. Right. I'm not even sure that Austin Theory against Pat McAfee is real. Um I I, I think that You've seen you see know, Cody's. I, I think there's a pretty good chance that, well, that Cody replaces or it's a triple threat because nah, do you, trust, not a triple threat. Do you trust 24 year old Austin Theory to keep Pat McAfee the most valuable announcer uh, on their on their
2: payroll safe. Well, first of all, did you catch the Madison Square Garden Main event last night? Or no, did you hear saw, about it?
7: Um, yeah,
5: I mean what what a bunch of bullshit.
2: Austin Theory gives Brock Lesnar, really? <laughs>
5: And, and there was two, and I was like, oh, WWE gave a bright young star a spotlight on on a big stage. Oh he no, there's a lot of
2: heat about it is. too, dude. Yeah,
5: there should be. Yeah. I mean, but the there's the way more heat. Right. I mean, but listen, this 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 was not about anything real and most people saw through it this is this is the latest in a series of WWE purposefully trolling the wrestling media to put a little shit out there that can't be double sourced and see how they run with it this is the same thing about Vince McMahon wrestling at WrestleMania (sighs) there's no fucking chance this is the same thing about Shane being fired they are they are totally trolling the IWC to Cause that's the only way they can do surprises. Like I wouldn't be surprised if Shane showed up at WrestleMania.
2: Dude. I said the same thing, man. I can't remember if it was a skirmish or it was on the extra or even on the blow off or uncaged. But I even said that this is WWE putting out all this bullshit about Shane McMahon and other stories. I truly think they leak out bullshit stories like Chinese whispers just to have a little shit and giggles about it. You know what I'm saying? I think they just started doing this on purpose. I, yeah. I, I, I th- yeah, absolutely. It's the timing. Absolutely... It's the timing of shit.
5: Yeah, right. But they got a whole lot of people paying attention to a house show, and they probably sold an extra two or three thousand tickets on it. And, it and they packed, did dude.
7: achieve.
5: Yeah, they, they had nine thousand, which thousand square yeah. ground seats a lot more than that. Way but,
2: more. That's that's like you know half, what? half, like half the capacity. Right, but do you enough. know what? Nine thousand is it's one thousand more. Than... Well, a lot more. Yeah, it's true. No, it's it's one thousand
5: more than revolution. That so you can say our house show did more than your 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 best pay-per-view of all time. this is all stupid right? it, 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 it's 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 all this stuff is all done but no I, I i mean me as someone who i think that i'm fair-minded and objective i definitely root for wwe because it's sort of like
2: been in my life for a hundred thousand years that's true um, i mean i'm the same not that i'm all for wwe but they're my home team because that's what i was brought up on you know what i mean from from a little kid like that's just that, it is what it is you
5: know last night was bullshit. I mean last night it was just the house show and unless they're actually going to do an injury angle out of it there was you know there was no reason for it, it to get all that hubbub and um, you know they you know you had even even like zero news who's really reliable and Russell votes you know covering it like it was a big deal because Russell votes only covers big deals uh I can't stand him, dude <laughs> but uh well I, you know uh but they're reliable sources of good information, which in wrestling means two thirds of the time.
2: (laughs) Yeah. But yeah, I mean, but you know what the thing is, it's not that hard to figure out what's true and what's not. If you've been a fan for a very long time, you've kind of understand and get how that shit works eventually. And then you can sift out the, the bullshit and what's true easily. But it seems a lot of people can't. So, I mean it right, is what that, it is.
5: That's why I get frustrated sometimes. I mean, only doing podcasts once a week, which by the way is a how hammerlock hanger was enough to do the weekend wrestling. But <laughs> yeah. there are times where, like, you know, on a Monday something comes up, but Vince McMahon is wrestling. Like 76 year old Vince McMahon, chairman of the board, ain't getting in into wrestling. What the hell is wrong with you people? Who who's believing this?
2: Yeah, it's crazy. Dave was like
5: Dave is like it was circulated on internal WWE documents. You know what? I bet from now on that whenever they're not sure who they're going to put in they're just going to put in Vince McMahon, Triple H, Shane McMahon. They're going to put in whatever the name, fantasy land names that they want to,
2: to 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 see what gets reported and and you know, it'll get leaked out. 100%, dude. I agree with you 100%. I've been saying the same thing on my own shows, so I totally agree with you, man. Um now look, look there was one more thing I wanted to ask you and that involves Vince McMahon. Did you catch the Pat McAfee Vince McMahon podcast?
5: no i i mean i've seen segments of it i've seen quotes i've seen twitter clips um steve went on and on about it because you know that you know steve steve feels about vince mcmahon the way you know uh you know the 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 throcky felt about uh the daenerys targaryen it's the blood <laughs> of his blood i mean you know he's he's all he's already signed up to be a blood marrow donor and he went on and on about it, how great vince sounded out sharp. I the what I heard I not think he sounded so great I mean he sounded like a you know like an older man who still has most of his faculties about him but but basically does, dude. but basically selfish and 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 basically I mean yeah he, he 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 made some good points but but still I I don't you know I think basically he still thinks he knows better and he clearly doesn't
2: well do yourself a favor and actually catch it you can actually catch it right here on the PWC network just quietly. I had, oh, really? yeah, really. ah, I had to put it up. Yeah, really. I had to put it up. Had to put it up. I mean, hey, it deserved it's, it's it. It's incredible. You
5: know, the. Right. I wonder, if the, wouldn't it be great if the PWC had
2: Garden of Doom and Garden Views and Hammerlock <laughs> Hangover on it? <laughs> it would God, be would be,
5: be like your one-stop shop for everything.
2: Well, I've recorded at least five shows this week, Jeff, and um, I still have to put them all on. That's because of the skirmish. I was waiting to do the skirmish. I don't want to put other things ahead, yeah. if you know what oh. I mean. But anyway. That's 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 for another time. But <laughs> do me a favor though Jeff and please watch it or listen to it. I'm telling you you won't be disappointed. He did point out a lot of things. Heck, I even read the transcript before I watched it, right? Uh-huh. And it's really? still Yeah, I did. I read the transcript and so I knew what was going to be said and I was still impressed by it. I think it's one of his best interviews that he's done ever, dude. Honestly, you gotta catch like it. You gotta check it out. I mean right? I know,
5: that's true. If he didn't challenge Bob Costas to a fist fight, then, then it's already the second best. And I <laughs> remember
2: so- that like it was yesterday, that, that particular interview back in the day. But I'm telling you, dude, it's he's a lot more personable than you think. And he and and Pat McAfee is the, he comes across as the biggest mark hard in that podcast. It's fucking funny, man, because he starts the show with I can't believe it. It's Vince fucking McMahon right here, like on my set. You know, like a little
5: surprise. It's only been advertised for two weeks,
2: right? But it was great, dude. But you know what surprises me about it? Before we actually move on, the amount of views that it got. I I felt. Look, it could be in the millions now, but from when I watched it, it was like six hundred and fifty uh, thousand. That's a good, you know
5: a good episode of Rampage or NXT.
2: Right. Actually, as a matter of fact, I want to see for myself right now what the views are at because I'm intrigued. I, I have to Preet. see. And if it's still I, under a million, that's pretty disappointing, dude, considering that the Lesnar one has had millions already.
5: I, I'd rather hear Lesnar. I, I mean, I have to tell you that. I mean, listen, I, Vince McMahon... Can't say a lot because it's a publicly traded company. There's only so much he has to be careful with his words. He can't give anything away. He can't say anything that is untrue. He can't carny things up. Um, you know, he, he's he's you know, and he can also hide behind that validly in a lot of cases. Uh, you know, I mean, I know that he said that you know once we became a publicly traded company, I had to take my heart out of the business. Uh, okay, that, that, that you know that that's fine. You know, he also said the same thing. When we were on the tip of bankruptcy, I had to take my heart out of the business. I, I, I mean, well, so yeah, I mean it, it, it's all true. I'm, I'm I'm, just not sure that he, you know. Actually, listen. no, yeah.
2: continue. Sorry, sorry. continue. I'll
5: give the number. You have the number now.
2: Well, yeah, I, I do have the number. But it's, a, it's at 819,000, dude. That's pretty disappointing, actually, I feel.
5: Yeah, I don't, I, well, I mean, listen, he's a very polarizing person, but I listen, I, I'm not going to watch it. I'm sorry because I'm not that interested in hearing this interview. He's—I know he's not going to say anything interesting. And like, I guess people hear what they want to hear. Like for people who want to say Vince is God, that they're, they're—he's like, not senile, so they're excited. And for people who hate Vince, they're going to hear—they're going to hear exactly what they hear. To me, it's not going to make a difference. It's—it's—it's it's, it's not going to move anything because it—it doesn't change what I'm watching on TV.
2: So, Fair enough. Well, I was gonna say, he's he he had an interesting take about his family possibly taking over. I don't know if you caught any of those bits, but that yeah, was quite said, interesting.
5: He said that sometimes I've asked too much of them, and sometimes they've let me down.
2: Yeah, and also family aren't as trustworthy. Basically, he was saying, than a lot of the employees in WWE.
5: I'm sure. Because because the family takes you for granted. The family of course, has The family are are in irrevocable trusts, so they're hard to change. And uh, and you know, and the employees are like, I mean, especially the ones that, they the higher level ones, they, they're relying on you for everything. Their retirement,
2: their income, food, whatever. Well, he also said that he expected more from his family, which is kind of harsh. Well, I mean, the, the, you know, the, there
5: was a lot of news that Shane really fucked up Royal Rumble. Now, the next night he was still making a deal with with a rugby team for WWE, but I'm sure that was just for WWE to sponsor them. So it's not like they were getting money; they're probably giving money. Um, but um, you know, tr- you, know uh, you know, I'm sure people are going to take that as a shot at Triple H. But you know, maybe it is, maybe it isn't. But they did re- let his assistant go this week. I'm sure, he hasn't sure. been at work for the yeah. last eight months um but i don't it's,
2: know if i believe that
5: totally dude well it's a it's a it's it's listen if they released his assistant and it's not furloughed um it sort of indicates that there ain't no job waiting for you
7: because well, whoever
5: was holding down his desk was probably the assistant so geez. that means his desk doesn't have to his desk no longer has responsibilities
2: well to be fair after term- They chose not to transition
5: him or her into another role.
2: Well, interesting enough, I don't know if you've caught this and I'm sure you have, but just not even two months after his so-called heart scare, he was seen at WB headquarters. I'm talking about the new WB headquarters that they're currently building.
5: You know where he was? He was the second to last person in the train of people. That's true.
2: That's a good, (laughs) that's a good point. All right. Well, let me ask. You know who that is? That, 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 that's, the male grandchild who gets dragged to see Wicked. True, and Vince is actually every, up the top. <laughs> so right, with yeah. every,
5: with you know, there's one father or grandfather that, that that goes to Wicked with every female in the family, and like the one male kid that has to go, and just like, why the fuck am I going to see this thing? Shit, because so I'm just relaying my own experience of Wicked.
2: No, you're I, right. I looked, I looked
5: around. Like, you know, one out of every eight people, well, you know, had a Y chromosome and we all looked at each other and everyone's like, yeah, they made us come. Every, every male in there looked like dejected. And like I, like uh, intermission, I was like, is it over? Like, no, it's intermission. We're like,
7: no.
2: <laughs> well, yes, that's actually sad but true, man. That's a good actual point out because he's in the back, Vince in the front. I mean, is it really – do you think there's some sort of heat on Hunter or – Are we just, you know, thinking too deep? No,
5: I, I, I I mean, heat.
2: I think sometimes we
5: confuse heat with disinterest. I think at this point, Hunter is not interesting to Vince. I think that Hunter's vision of wrestling is not Vince's. I think that Hunter thought that people like your beloved Adam Cole, Bobby Fish, Kyle O'Reilly, and Roderick Strong were interesting and vince is like no they're not and they're not um now vince has gotten a lot of wrong too and i think hunter's got some stuff right now then again this week you could make an argument that this week was really all about hunter guys i mean yes it was
2: as a matter of fact it really was (laughs) yeah i was gonna point that out
5: right and uh so uh, listen i think i think hunter's Done as much good as he has. It. Listen, maybe he just can't take the stress. Maybe, maybe he just really can't take it. They never told us what right. it was. They said a cardiac incident. That
7: could that, that could mean a whole
5: yeah. From pretty serious to perpetually dire, um, and we all know, we all suspect that he put a lot of shit in his body for a lot of years, um, probably right up until the time. So. Yeah. I don't, I don't know what it means, but look, let's just say for whatever reason, heat or not, that Hunter right now is low on the totem pole.
2: Ah, that's sad, man. I mean, yeah, it is what it is, and I hope I hope he's okay, man. That's all, I'm, that's all I care about. I hope he can take where he's at right now because knowing him, but not really knowing him in real life, but knowing him from what you see on television, I'm pretty sure he won't be taking this really good. Well, I have a good segue for us and that is I think Tony Khan's
5: going to hire Hunter to book Ring <laughs> of Honor. So I mean, what's, what's what's Ring of Honor other than NXT? So.
2: Well, what's AEW other than NXT right now, dude? Think about it. Well, it's it's like NXT meets a carnival. I mean, you got NXT 2.0 and you got NXT. You know what makes me laugh about AEW though? They've hired all these guys that they absolutely annihilated in the ratings anyway during the quote-unquote Wednesday night wars. So let's get all the losers who people weren't really watching onto the show that was getting over a million at the time. And unfortunately for them, for a go-home show, they actually didn't even crack a million, I don't believe. No, it was like 966. I mean, that has to
5: be viewed as a a disappointment. Oh,
7: absolutely.
5: I I still think they're overachieving but if you are an AEW fan and they were teasing that not teasing they were with a bullhorn that big announcement and and you know everyone's right. expecting you know, Swerve and Jeff Hardy and you know this one and that one and the other one um and it's a go home show and last week they did hit over that million and the follow up to the MJF punk thing yeah i think people i predicted 1.15 million and i'm generally low of course this this is the one time I was high <laughs> um I, uh I don't know I don't I don't say AW's got
2: this yo-yo thing yeah every I, second week they crack the million and then they go straight back down to under a million every second week though they get a meal but I've always thought that at some point they're gonna
5: they're gonna crest down to 850 and I guess like all the excitement they, they they keep doing things to keep inflating it but I don't know how long you can do that but apparently perpetually but I mean if, you know, I'm gonna give you a job to do other than get me the passcode so I can up, uh, and, and upload shows with with, with uh, mustache go. day.
2: Oh, don't say it that on the air. What's wrong with you? <laughs> Not mustache day. Um, <laughs> Jeez. A totally beautiful and clean lip. <laughs> Good give her cover questions. up. <laughs> um, uh
5: let's see. Oh, this is the homework assignment. Take from the day that they debuted on TV, okay. No, no, no. Take the day they they debuted. Punk, Soho, Cole, and Daniel Bryan. Let's start with those four.
2: But make a. No, no, no.
5: This is a, this is a homework assignment. You don't. Right, get to right, no, but. no, no.
2: But Punk debuted home. on Rampage, though. Uh, just, ah, uh, well,
5: okay. So just move move it backwards. Okay, just like Punk. The day they they debuted Punk, forward and write down every single wrestler that they've added to the roster since then okay and and you tell me and then come back to me with the number i i bet it's over
2: 30. that's a lot man but wait are we including say like the new japan wrestlers that just show up and then disappear for 10 weeks okay so no no new japan guys
5: don't give no no not like ishii not like junior king oh Con suzuki
2: line. suzuki was a big deal when oh, he came suzuki. No, <laughs> he, that's a,
7: that's
5: an attraction no 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 i'm, I'm yeah, talking bro. about like lethal Nice 2.0 danny right. garcia lee moriari leo rush already gone um uh, mercedes martinez uh brody king eric rowan buddy matthews uh i'm just saying take a take a list of all all this with keith lee yeah there's easily um,
2: probably 30
5: for sure swerve uh, oh yeah swerve not but yet but he's been announced as all all right League, so we, we can add him to the list we can't add jeff hardy because well, he, he hasn't been
2: well he said he signed with AEW, but you know he he's a bit stupid because he said it when he shouldn't have
5: I know, but, you know, I mean, at least he said something because Matt's been doing all of his talking for, right. for all this time. That's um, true. But I, I'm, just, I'm just saying to count just the the, the the straight numbers and see see what you come up with. And I think the number is going to shock you and, and the audience. It's It's a huge number. And then you have to wonder what are the other people doing or not doing?
2: right it's, but you know what what else puzzles me oh Danhausen. There's, there's oh another. god don't don't even go there i just cursed still, you, Jeff. Someone they <laughs> still someone that they
5: still someone that they you don't need to like these people they just have to be signed they just to be signed and new
2: there's a lot of baggage though that they have signed which i don't understand why they did sign in the first place you know what i'm saying so they pretty that's much go I'm after thinking. anyone that's a free agent
5: right which is exactly what they said they're not going to do. I mean, there's actually a quote on the Jericho show with Tony Khan, who says, yeah, we're not going to go out there and sign everyone. We're going to assign the amount of people we can focus on. And we're going to focus on the people we like and write stories around them. And and
2: they have never been able to, the problem with Tony Khan is that there's nothing that he doesn't like. Yeah. Well, that's true. Well, anyway, let's move on to the second match of the evening because that was a long rant about everything there, but which is great. I think we had to get that out of our system, but, um, it was the casino tag team battle royal. Um, not much to write home about. It was much better than the other battle royal they had. Was it the week much before? More. I hated the first battle royal. I, I right, I liked me it. too. This one was head over heels. Was the other uh, the other battle royal the week before? It was, wasn't it? We had two weeks yeah. in a row of tag team battle royals. Right, this, this one was a casino battle royal, so it was a little different. More
5: like it was a- like the Royal Rumble. Rumble, right? Yeah. Um. The the one foul I would put in this one is that they didn't make a big deal out of the young bucks having been in both battle royals and they should have given them some heel reason to do it and it could have just been as easy that hey what are the young bucks doing in both and then they have some segment from behind where they you see them going yeah, we're executive vice presidents. We're putting ourselves in this bitch. Well, we
2: to they did kind of say that last week, if you remember. I'm talking about when was it Red Dragon and uh, and the Bucks in the ring at the end of that first battle royal. They pretty much did say that they're going to use their EVP statuses to get themselves in the casino battle royal, and they're going to win it anyway. I did. I did
5: not hear them say that. So well, maybe
2: sh- they maybe did. That's on me. But- <laughs> Well, they should have reported they should
5: have repeated at least from commentary to make a crystal because i think they were the only team that, w- that was
2: in both um maybe ftr I'm was in both. Sh- oh yeah ftr was in both yeah you know i did think that um uh top flight possibly should have won it in many ways i, I mean i forgot how good darius or darius whatever you want to call him how the good he actually solo
5: is. star dante martin back in the tag team
2: yeah, I mean, what was the whole point of all that bullshit before that where he had all these brothers? Bullshit. It was that was it. Bullshit. Just straight bullshit. But nevertheless. What what they should do is all of the people that he jilted that should
5: come back and they should all beat him. They should all feud with Top Flight. The, the Seidel's <laughs> <Hey>. bringing <sighs> the Rush back in. Oh please, had, no. Bring Ricky Starks in. Every, <laughs> everybody who thought that that he was their friend. And they should go, people say Adam Page is a bad friend. You're the worst friend. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I will oh, say
7: White,
5: there are yeah. two guys that they brought in. Jay Top, White. Jeez, oh, uh, well,
2: don't get me started on Jay White. What was the Did fucking point me, of him?
5: Just a name on my list. I I, I don't know. I tell mean,
2: me, please, Jeff. Tell me something. Give me a reason why he's not on television right now. Uh, I, I have no idea. I don't know what his deal is with impact. I I, I don't know why. I mean, I I,
5: I mean if nothing else, just to make you wonder if he's going to interfere in this triple threat match and which team he's going to help. Is he on the Buck side? Is he on Red Dragon side? You know, I, I know that's Cole's story right now, but Cole is going to be on one side. And if Jay White's on the other side, that makes it three and three. And that's something going forward because Omega is, you know, probably not, I don't think he's any, I don't think he's particularly close to coming back, although he's doing a lot of talking.
2: And Certainly. there's a lot of rumors that he could be reappearing at Revolution. So don't be surprised if he's done a lot of talking, like you just said. Don't be surprised that that's all a throw-off. What he's saying in his interviews is a big throw-off for him to return tomorrow or well, tonight big. on Revolution. But returning and wrestling
5: regularly are two different things. But if he is returning wrestling regularly, what's the point of JYPS? Now there's seven guys in this group instead of six and that's a i mean you're not going to count nakazawa and cutler you know they're they're nothings so I, I i don't understand it. uh you know i mean please you're welcome to bring Roderick strong and, and <laughs> you, you can have him
2: Jeez. pay 40 million dollars for him he,
5: that's what he's Jeez. worth.
2: well matt jackson gets the win for the for for the young bucks and There's red
5: dragon helping
2: red, Dragon's red helpful dragon
5: help. is very very helpful
2: and FTR, and ftr seemed like they were being faces during this at some <sighs> i don't point, have a fucking know. clue anymore with them jeff really uh, no, no tally and no yeah, telly, well, it was tally on, right right good point
5: point. and that later on though they were acting as as interference for the pinnacle so i i thought they were turning ftr but it, you know they were heel and face in, in one show <laughs>
2: They do such a bad job with FTR, man. And even Ortiz and Santana, what the hell, man? They made him look like, you know, I mean, look, man, Santana's got a lot of potential for a singles run, I think, in the future, right? He's just gone on to another level, I think, in the last few weeks. But now they're back in the dumps. I mean, what's Pride and Powerful even doing? Here's the thing. Those guys are actually
5: old school friends, from the street they came up together legit that's why none of those guys are ever single stars that's why Eddie Kingston will never be a single star he says I'd rather be alone he's always with people and he will be again that's (laughs) why homicides never you know because they're always together he will never be a single star because he's always going to be in in the group and it's going to be the same group it's going to be it's going to be the the Puerto Ricans I'm not I mean I don't know fine (laughs) you're winning the racist olympics
2: I'm Uh, I'm mentioning the Los Periquas in WWF like Savio Vega and uh I know what you're doing you're saying the Puerto Ricans I mean uh, but uh, but Conan is Mexican are they not
5: no well Mexican uh, Conan is Mexican Conan's Cuban actually (laughs) well he he became famous in in Mexico (laughs) anyway it doesn't
2: matter The point is, you're winning the racist Olympics. I'm just telling you that that this group—you called Conan Mexican. That's that's another silver medal. That's a silver medal at least for you. Because I didn't know where he's from. I mean, he was a Mexican. (laughs) How dare you call a Cuban Mexican? That's like calling—he
5: runs a promotion promotion
2: in Tijuana. (laughs) Yeah, that's like calling a Japanese a Chinese person.
5: Uh, All right, so sorry. (laughs) You know, like the you know
2: the perception, like all Asians are Chinese. I don't think that's the perception at all. No, but that's what people would say, even though that's not the perception of me. You know what I'm saying, Jeff? Come on, don't play dumb with me. I
5: mean, Asia starts like in Israel and goes all the way (laughs) to Campuchia.
2: Oh, Jesus Christ. Stop it. You know what I'm talking about, all right? Please. I don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) Is that like
5: all Australians Uh, are gay? I heard that on on Uncaged. uh,
2: yeah. Don't you know Kookaburra sits in the old gum tree? I don't know. That, <laughs> look it up. I,
5: don't, I have no problem with any of those things. It could be a problem <laughs> for your population growth. So.
2: <laughs> look, look it up, all right, and you understand what, what "gay" really means for Australia. Happy. Yes, and the good. song says so.
5: All right. So, good battle royal. The box one, <laughs> of course, they did. I mean, we we could have all booked this match weeks ago. Red Dragon, Jurassic Express.
2: This and, is so obvious to what's going to be the outcome at the pay per view. Yeah, um, yeah. Well, I, well,
5: okay. We'll do predictions at the end. But okay, I've what done predictions
2: next? on the Carnage show, but I'll do it with you anyway for for the skirmish. We don't have to do that hammer like No, I no, know, no. no, no, no. I actually do want to do one with you. Actually, it'd be interesting because maybe my opinions have changed since then. But uh, that's you, isn't it? Oh well, you ask me why sometimes my opinions change, and well, this like, is like a, a sailboat. Boat.
7: Whichever well, unfortunately,
2: I don't want to hear myself on every show, but it but is what it is. There you are. Well, <laughs> I can't get two of yous to work. You, you, you're at the you're same like time. Southern
5: Hemisphere. You're Southern Hemisphere, Don Tony.
2: Oh, don't say that, dude. Please, <laughs> I'm a fan that. of DT, but please, come on now. Uh, if I was doing shows on my own, maybe. <laughs> and I uh, and plus, Kevin Cass, I wouldn't keep kc out the way don tony did i mean did you i don't know if you've been listening to his shows lately. Uh, which one yeah i've been listening to both the shows i don't i don't want to get into their thing i mean i really don't well yeah i just uh, wanted to say he someone brought up on one of the question shows last week about kc
5: every episode every single
2: and uh, he's like no (laughs) kc has said publicly
5: Three years later, Don Tony's still giving out that URL address, so you can see that Kevin said mean things and and in, in tweet. I don't want to get in, between, you know, it's it's it just you know, I don't really have a relationship with Don Tony, but whatever, I have is neutral, and I'd listen to his show pretty much every day, and and I and whatever you know, and Kevin is a cyber friend, and I just don't want to get in between it, you know. They both seem to be doing what they want and in a better place, so.
2: Well, Kevin's definitely a cyber fan because we don't even get to see him, dude.
5: Yeah, well, <laughs> no, I, I actually on shows, I've, yeah, I, I, you know, he, he doesn't, you know, he shows his avatar, which, <laughs> whatever, it's, it's fine. Maybe he's got a weak internet. Send, maybe, maybe, he, maybe. Maybe. That kind of, I don't, maybe. Who cares? I know what he looks like. He's, I mean, I've seen his picture.
2: Right. How old is that picture? I need God knows. But anyway, post match. I, mean, I see you. That's all I need. Will you see me right now? And that's what's most important. But we do. Thank you. Well, Chris Jericho is ready to beat Eddie Kingston, Jeff. And after explaining what a promo means, he says he knows Eddie's going to fail once again because he's scared of success. And after revolution, he's going to tell Eddie to go fuck yourself. Santana Ortiz come in and fist bumps Jericho, but won't say if they're good with him or not. Why was that even a thing with the fist bumps? I don't understand. The Santana Ortiz are going to turn on Jericho during this match or after it, and Eddie Kingston's going to win, and then the three of them. Right. But that's too obvious. I feel like they'll turn on both of them possibly, dude.
5: Uh, That might be interesting, but remember, AEW has 9,000 people on the contract. That's right. You're right. They're definitely definitely going to be together. Remember what I just said. They're always going to stick together.
2: (laughs) Right. Well, we go to a serious looking scene. Punk for a chat. He has spent the last week asking himself if he is the bad guy, but he can't be sure that MJF isn't gaslighting him. Punk believes that those things happen to MJF, but he isn't sure if he cares. There is a photo of a young Punk on the internet meeting Steve Austin, though Punk wasn't hurt when Austin took his ball and went home. Punk has seen MJF do horrible things to people like Dean Malenko, and insult the memory of Brian Peelman when Punk arrived. MJF offered him a handshake, but Punk didn't accept it. Brian Peelman's it. son isn't enough of an insult to his memory. That's true. That's actually true. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Junior, but that's true. Does that make him Dr. Frankenstein and MJF the monster? Punk wants the MJF from last week to come out here for a conversation. So here is MJF's Sands music. What does it say that? And they Punk- were all in there waving white flags, clothes of peace. Punk talks about the horrible things he's done over the years, from pouring alcohol down an alcoholic's throat, poured ashes from an urn onto another person, and insulting an addict. No, until that poured the, the ashes of beloved manager uh, oh, wow. onto another wrestler. Because now
5: kayfabe is is okay. That now sports entertainment and wrestling are are okay oh. when it suits.
2: Oh, so now it's not professional wrestling anymore, apparently, right? Right, the walls get thinner. It's like British science fiction. That's pretty true, actually. This right here, though, is bigger than the two of them because it's about the eleven-year-old kid at home. This morning, Punk asked himself yeah, if that's... he was. The... Sorry. Oh no,
5: no, you're right. He said it's bigger than it's about the eleven-year-old kid at home. Right, right. right.
2: Well, this morning, Punk asked himself if he was the good guy, and he said he sure was trying. Punk extends his hand, but MJF isn't sure about that. Instead, MJF hugs him, which Punk eventually accepts. MJF kicks him low. Though, oh, man, my, my feet just went banana just then for some reason. Anyway, basically, MJF ends up kicking him in the nuts. He kicks in the balls
5: with his Burberry
2: uh, flats. Yeah, and then beats him up to a bloody pulp, which is... I don't know if he caught the spot where they were doing we're that Sandman top. spot. You know what I mean? With Raven, if you remember.
5: Yeah, when well, they, they, they hung him with the, with the chain over with uh, uh, Spears and Wardlow, and FTR was beating up security. But yeah, there's there's a, what was it, the Summer of Punk that that's uh, it was like was a recreation? Of, definitely you know, summer
2: the Summer of Punk. of Punk from back in Ring of Honor, I believe, back in 2005, I think it was, or 04, uh, maybe?
5: It, it, it was not 05. Yes, he left in 05. So I think. Oh, was, no, you're right. Uh, no, 06, he left it, didn't he? No, no, remember he said, I left professional wrestling in 2005. Oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. So I think it was 03, actually. I don't know when it was, but, but
2: maybe it was 05. Maybe he just left
5: later after the summer, but whatever maybe. it was, it was in the early 2000s.
2: Right. And and it is a recreation of the Summer of Punk back in Ring of Honor. And um, I don't know if you caught this. Did you catch the squirt of the blood, dude? Like, sure. That was pretty brutal. I mean, that cut was deep, dude. I mean, obviously it was a blade job. But then again, well, if helped. you saw the way he was, the way MJF was actually punching. CM Punk, they look like some stiff shots, dude. It almost looked like he was trying to get him hard way.
5: Well, you could see the the like the hole in his head, the knot on his head, um, on Friday because there was like a crater through the the blood stain on his face. There was, True. you know, tape, you know, later uh, uh, Wednesday night. But it, I mean, this this was a good segment. But it, it you know, I, maybe they touched a bullet on what I was afraid of last week, and I certainly don't need to repeat it again. Those of you who want to hear it, listen to the skirmish and or Hammerlock hangover from last week and you'll hear it. (laughs) Um, But they might have dodged the bullet or maybe, but, you know, the bad guy was the bad guy. Punk apparently forgot everything he's known about wrestling, including his own personality (laughs) over the last 20 years and got suckered in and the and MJF used the old snake line that you know from from uh you know Trump's favorite little allegory and the old ancient one i think it was also in the you know, the usual suspects whatever he said I, you knew i was a snake i was a snake all along snake serpent garden of eden mark of cain bad Jews there he goes you know so i'm still not sure that they're out of the woods with that one yet i just i, I still don't understand why they did this whole giant theatrical arc in wrestling when it doesn't need to be done and I and and why you need to confuse fans to feel a bit of sympathy for MJF you know I mean I guess they thought it was to get nuclear heat but he already has nuclear heat I just I, I don't know the whole thing just seemed seemed unnecessary and dangerous but like I said maybe they they dodged a bull but this was this was. This was a good segment. Uh, I was just confused about FTR, you know, sort of playing two roles in the, you know, within twenty five minutes. But uh, this was
7: good.
2: Well, that's AEW for you, and and I've gotten heat, believe it or not, from saying bipolar booking. But I'm sorry, this is exactly bipolar booking, and I'm talking about FTR in particular being baby faces in one match. Twenty five minutes We're- later, they they're the heels what should you say, internally inconsistent roles within
5: one episode? I mean, that just You could off say the that. Eye.
2: You could say that, right? It absolutely falls off the tongue perfectly. Perfectly beautiful.
5: It's easy. It's a fortune
2: like- <laughs> Well, we do get a Keith Lee segment in the back right after that, where Keith Lee is interrupted by Team Taz, and he's unhappy about it. They'll see each other at Revolution. Nothing to really write home, except was it just me or did Keith Lee kind of look purple? <laughs> i'm serious
5: i don't know he got he got a weird haircut like he cut like the back of his hairline like like higher it's 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 sort of odd but uh i i i have to admit i i'm enjoying how ricky Starks makes fun of the way
2: he he's speaks. you know what he's he's starting to impress me actually dude he's actually becoming a lot better every week because they're not throwing him in our faces like they used to right the, the funny thing is he's doing it on TV and
5: it's enjoyable and it's entertaining at the same time, these reports are coming out about how Keith Lee didn't like how Vince McMahon said he didn't sound tough or mean. He sounded well, like that's, a Well, That's what came out of his own mouth on, on Talk is Jericho, actually.
7: Well, I, I get
5: it, but, but, you know, so everyone's like criticizing that Vince felt that way. Yet it's part of the story here in AEW and it's entered. I mean, he does speak robotically i don't think he needs to true. apologize for it uh you know and, and i think that if he when he harnessed the rage it would make it that much more effective like i don't curse a lot so when i curse it it's more That's effective true. i think you know i i think that that would be interesting to see with keith lee um but i don't know uh i i'm still cautious about keith lee but i'm, I'm a fan i've been a fan since he was uh tag teaming with uh, uh Sh- shane taylor in ring of honor uh, maybe a little even a little bit before that but uh so i'm pulling for the guy i i hope he does well i hope he is healthy and uh we'll see but uh people were talking about the i know you guys covered it on cage the match on rampage everyone said it was a great match I no, it was a great match it was way too long it, it should have been no, I squash. didn't.
2: none of us said it was a great match he did go too long and it, he should have squashed what was his name jd drake jd drake
5: who's who's a good guy but you know he looks like a 1981 you know with georgia championship wrestling wrestler um but you know he he didn't need you don't need to take offense from jd drake no offense to jd drake but the wingmen are there to lose they even <laughs> lose on dark. um <laughs> <True>. <laughs> so uh, i mean every single one of them lost a match on on dark to like you know marginal competition um and Keith was tired at the end of that, and then it looked like he and then Starks and Hobbs are just sauntering over there. They don't even walk in, and Orange Cassidy alone is the rescue. So there's dumb, six bad dude. guys there. Right. Keith Lee, who can't who can't support himself, and Orange Cassidy, and they're all frozen. I mean, I, I just I hate that Orange Cassidy has to be involved in everything. He should he should be as stupid as people think that the Danhausen thing is. At least it's
2: sparingly. That's how a comedy character should be used, sparingly. Well, that's a good segue, actually, because uh, Tony Khan actually spoke about all the criticisms on uh, Orange Cassidy on Busted Open Radio. He seems to be an every week fixture now on Busted Open Radio. But he goes on to say that JR actually isn't a fan. Yeah, Steve Steve pointed out that that, uh, Bully Ray is less of a fixture because of that. Well, maybe there's some truth to that. But um, but yeah, he pointed out that Jr is not the biggest Orange Cassidy fan. He should be, uh, yeah, of course, and that Jr thinks he's kind of ridiculous. I agree, oh, but God. TK goes on to say that apparently Orange Cassidy brings brings in the people, dude. Apparently, his segments are one of the highest rated segments in Don, on Dynamite they used to be
5: they're not anymore because he's overexposed it's too much and the, you know what so dial it back again and then pick it up from time, to time but i mean he shouldn't have beaten adam cole he i
2: mean yeah that was whole fucking stupid Jericho, right. it was
5: too much he's he's not a solo main event star that's not that's not what he should he's he, call me a sizes whatever it is but He's a hundred and thirty-five pound man. He 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 shouldn't be able to stand toe to toe with Miro and Keithley.
2: I agree. I agree one hundred percent. I I've never understood Orange Cassidy, and I still don't. Don't understand Orange Cassidy. So let's move he's on. Actually, funny. Jeff, sorry. He's funny. he's funny, but
5: he's funny every now and then.
2: The he only f- thing I found funny was the word "to your mother" part. That's it
5: if somebody is fighting a street fight, you know, in the stadium and he falls down and he falls into a trash can and around the corner, and then he looks up and Orange Cassidy is standing there by the water fountain. (laughs) And, and, you know, that's funny. You know,
2: his little kicks every now and then are funny. They're not funny every week. I agree. I totally agree. Well, we move on to a women's matchup, a women's tag team matchup to be precise between Brie Baker, Jamie Hayter versus Thunder Rosa and Mercedes Martinez in the end thunder rosa gets the pin which mm-hmm. surprisingly was on actual big baker mm-hmm. now if we're going by typical resting 101 type of booking with thunder rosa getting the win you would think big baker is retaining this sunday right
5: that's usually how it works but uh i heard that thunder rosa is injured so i'm not sure how really he's injured Um, but, uh, uh, well, we'll get to predictions later, but yes, normally if the, the face gets the win on the go home show, they don't retain the belt on, on the pay-per-view, but AEW doesn't
2: always do things that way. That's true too. You know, you're right. But, and the only reason see initially I, I went with Brie Baker retaining, but then I thought to myself, there's surely got to be one championship switch, right? Surely there's got to be a new champion. We can't have every champion retaining on one show, can we?
5: Yeah, Well, no. But, uh, I mean, if you want to do prediction on this one, I agree. I, th- I think the Thunder Rosa, it, it, she's champion now or never. I mean, oh. so I, I think that they they do need a change. And I think Brit changing and going full evil is is a good thing, even if she gets sidetracked by, you know, thinking that Jamie Hayter let her down or whatever it is, firing everyone around her, whatever the case may be. Britt throwing tantrums for a few weeks would be fun, and and I don't even care if she if she's the next one to get the title back if she if she gets it back in you know three months or six months that's that's fine with me. But Thunder Rosa, she, she's now or never time for a do or die, uh, uh, and so I, I think she's going to win.
2: Well, to be honest with you, Jeff, I felt they should have pulled the trigger like a couple of months back with Thunder Rosa. I thought she was a lot hotter then. Than she is now. I feel like she's lost a bit of steam going into Revolution. I don't know. Maybe it's just me, but that's what I, it feels I agree like. With,
5: okay, but sometimes a title can make a lot of the difference. How, how, how did Ricochet feel four days ago versus how he feels now? How, how did uh, Finn Balor feel ten days ago as opposed to how he feels now? Right, Dan, right. right? Oh no,
2: you're right. And you know what? It no. totally elevated Finn Balor straight away the minute he won that championship. I felt like he's sort of, you know put back up a little bit again because he came out of nowhere to win this championship to be fair, but that's for another show. Now, where was I?
5: We had just made our predictions on Britt Baker, uh, uh, thunder rosa so right, 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 right. Right. The, the next match is the is the sixth person
2: right but before that we get a jade cargill segment in the back and jade cargill isn't interested in hearing about uh, tay conti's martial arts so anna jay has to hold her back
5: nobody gives a shit about that karate bullshit and she's right nobody gives a shit about that karate bullshit
2: well chris stanton doesn't think much of layla hirsch either actually jeff calling herself a real athlete but hirsch doesn't think enough of her to respond Statlander promises to show a new side of herself that no one has ever seen before, Jeff. Does that mean Statlander is the heel here?
5: No, Statlander is the face, but maybe they'll do a double turn. I don't know. But uh, Statlander is going to win this match, and absolutely think... nobody cares. Nobody
2: cares. Anyway, well, back to a nobody cares match. on uh, the pre show, and she's the face. True. Well, the shit she's been saying, Jeff, doesn't sound like she is the face, but whatever. It is what it is. She's an alien. She doesn't oh, know our customs. My bad. You're right. That's that's right. But she seems all human. So suddenly, well,
5: she's assimilating. It's like Starman. She, <laughs> she learns more as she's here longer. Uh, but, uh, yeah. I mean, she's she's you know she's but she's definitely sport. She's definitely a pro wrestler from the Century Prime or wherever. it is. <laughs> and Andromeda.
2: <laughs> Andromeda. That's right. Anyway, we get Wardlow versus Caesar Bononi. Not much to write home about, other than uh, Spears is going to cost Wardlow the match at Revolution, I think. Anyway, and then we move on to a to a feud between them two. Surely that's what's going to happen because Wardlow ain't winning that Revolution ladder match. I think he is. You do, you do think he is. I I actually don't think he is, but we'll we'll get back to that on the predictions. But anyway, MJF wins. We get a little thing where it seems like Spears. Was gonna hit bononi with wins. A... We'll get to that. All right. Let's let's we'll get to that the, in predictions. The, the, no, you just said MJF wins. You mean Wardlow wins. I said Wardlow. Did I say MJF? Yeah. Well, if I said MJF, I meant Wardlow. I'm pretty no. sure I said Wardlow. But anyway, we get a little thing where, where Spears was about to hit bononi while on the floor after doing the double power bombs. Wardlow stops him, gives him the eye. Spears walks off, turns around, acting like he's going to hit Wardlow. Wardlow knows already that he's about to hit him. Gives him a little stare again, and Spears walks off into the sunset. What do you think of this segment, or match in particular?
5: I mean, I think the whole thing with Spears hitting people with chairs after Wardlow doing the power bombs was dumb all along, but this is where it had to end up. So hopefully this is you know nearing the end of the Wardlow Spears, you know, accountability ability thing. Um, so this was fine. This was this, this was the best part. I mean, I know that you sing praises about Sean Spears. I like, for the life of me, I cannot figure out why. Wardlow really? is obviously the biggest star here. Yeah, really. Um, and uh th- this was fine. This was good. I mean, you know, he he power bomb Caesar Bononi, he's a six foot five, you know, probably 270-pound man a whole bunch of times. And yeah, th- th- this was good. I'm, I'm all about Wardlow, and it, this also shows the hypocrisy of the typical AEW fan. who's like we like flips, we like five star matches. No, they get they go crazy when they see f- five jackknife power bombs. Basically, basically, you're seeing Kevin Nash do a bunch of power bombs, and then and then Batista flexing, and they go crazy. This, is, this you know, they they like the same shit as everyone else. I mean, what about Wardlow doesn't say
2: two thousand WWE wrestling? Yeah, true. Well, before we continue on, Jeff, we're going to have to take a break, unfortunately, because the professor's perspective is coming up. So please tune into the professor's perspective while we take a little short break. We'll be right back.
6: Know it's been a while oh you know it had to be done you know for all the skirmishites out there who haven't heard this magnanimous voice who haven't heard this scholarly voice but most importantly they haven't heard this glorious voice in a long long time i need to make a disclaimer for the professor's perspective hosted by moi the professor chabelle cruz i don't do perspectives you know doing weekly reviews of aw dynamite I leave that up to the skirmish. I don't do perspectives on weekly reviews of Raw and SmackDown. That's not my thing. I don't do weekly reviews of Impact Wrestling and all that other bullshit. I wait to do a perspective on things that really gets the professor's go. I do perspectives that, you know, affect professional wrestling. And now that you hear this glorious voice again, you know there's a reason why the Professor's Perspective is back on the PwC Network at pybeam.com. The Pro Wrestling Coalition needs the Professor's Perspective. It's begging for the Professor's Perspective. And you know what, PwCites? You are going to get a Professor's Perspective. And the reason for this special perspective, oh, every, every AEW fanboy is drooling. They're drooling in their mouths right now with the news. If you didn't watch AEW Dynamite, you'd, you've you been living under a rock. But you know what? For the million fans that do watch AEW Dynamite, you already know what it is. Tony Khan has made another. I've lost count. I think this is the 125th major announcement in the three-year history of AEW. But right now, the 125th major announcement is this. Tony Khan is the majority owner of Ring of Honor Wrestling. That's it. That is the major announcement. Now, while I should be, you know, clapping and dancing like all the AEW fanboys out there, you have to live in the realities. That's where the professor lives in. You know, when you're on social media, when you're on these wrestling Facebook groups, the Sala Monsters, the PW Hustles, and all points in between, the professor reads the comments. He reads the pulse of what the wrestling fan groups and social media, you know, are thinking. And, you know, the, the funny thing about this is if you're really a wrestling fan or a wrestling historian, that's what the professor is. You have, you know, evidence of historical things that happened in the past that tells you what is going to happen with this major acquisition that Tony Khan has put upon himself. So let's bring up the historical aspect of what Tony Khan did, and I'm going to give you two examples, two major wrestling acquisition examples, because, you know, one thing about The wrestling fans of today, some swear they've been watching wrestling for for many, many moons. The professor has been watching wrestling for 40 years. So if I'm making a, a general statement here, I'm not making it based on biasness. I'm not making it based on my allegiance, my shilling, if you will. I'm giving you the most objective perspective on this subject. So for Tony Khan to, to buy Ring of Honor, to be the majority owner of Ring of Honor, let's look at the first example. Because a lot of people are saying, well, this is exciting. This is, this is so big. Tony Khan just loves wrestling. He, he's saving wrestling as we speak. Let me bring you example number one, boys and girls. Example number one, Jim Crockett Promotions who was the majority owner of the National Wrestling Alliance, who was trying to keep up being national against Vincent Kennedy McMahon Jr. of the World Wrestling Federation, acquired most of the territories of the National Wrestling Alliance, whether it was in Florida, whether it was in Portland, whether it was in St. Louis. Jim Crockett was doing that too. But there was one acquisition that literally... It actually figuratively and literally killed not only his momentum but killed the NWA and forced him to sell his majority shares to Ted Turner and Turner Home Entertainment. Oh, do we forget when Jim Crockett bought Universal Wrestling Federation in 1986-87. Now... Again, he was trying to keep up with the Joneses. He was trying to go national with Vince McMahon. Oh, you know, the roster was stacked. Hasta, Eddie Gilbert, Sting, Rick Steiner, Terry Taylor, uh, the Fantastics, the Lightning Express, Dr. Death Steve Williams, Ted DiBiase, Hacksaw Jim Duggan, One Man Gang, the Fabulous Freebirds. You hear where I'm going with this? You know, Jim Crockett was not trying to save wrestling. He was trying to expand the National Wrestling Alliance. You see where I'm going here, Heights? You see where I'm going with this? So when you make an acquisition like the Universal Wrestling Federation, the fans were already drooling. Oh, the dream matches. The NWA heavyweight champion against the Universal Wrestling Federation heavyweight champion. Never got it. Oh, the NWA TV champion against the UWF TV champion. We got that at Starrcade 87, and that was it. One and done. The titles merged, and it was all about the NWA. You see, for example number one, Jim Crockett did not have the financial resources to keep two promotions going. So what happens? He keeps the people that he wanted to from Universal Wrestling Federation. Examples like Sting rick steiner jim ross missy hyatt and so on and so forth but it was so small that the other people who were in the universal wrestling federation like the one-man gangs and the teddy biasis and the hacksaw jim Duggins, you know what they did they went to connecticut and signed with the world wrestling federation you see what the fans think is going to happen with ring of honor here's example number one with the reality the merge, the acquisition of Universal Wrestling Federation, the the organization, the brand of Universal Wrestling Federation did not last more than about a year and change. So that's reality number one, boys and girls. When you're thinking about Ring of Honor right now and you're thinking about their champions like Jonathan Gresham, the pure champion, Bandito, the ROH champion, uh, Deanna Barrasso, the women's champion. Uh, I forget who are the tag team champions, but it, it escapes me. But it's not about them. It's about the Briscoes right now. You might get a couple of matches out your ass in the first six to eight months because that's good television. But we'll get into why there's going to be some hurdles and some realities that the fans have got to understand. Now, let's look at example number two, where after the Monday Night Wars, Vincent Kennedy McMahon purchased World Championship Wrestling in 2001. Now again, now for this example, it's a little bit more melancholy, more sullen because fans knew it was an end of an era so most fans were going into this with hopes you know wishes and dreams not excitement they knew it was over ecw went out of business and wcw was not that far behind so they knew that there was financial troubles there wasn't going to be no television deal so when this vincent kennedy mcmahon purchased wcw All you had left was thinking, well, some of the WCW people, the NWOs, the Goldbergs, the Lugers, the Stings, might come over to the WWF and make it a bloated roster. Oh, what? Did I hear a word that I've heard in the 2020s? A bloated roster? Isn't AAW already without the purchase of Ring of Honor a bloated roster? Well, it's, it's there, boys and girls. So that's problem number one. Problem number two was because WCW was under the Time Warner umbrella, some of the wrestlers like Kevin Nash and Hogan were smart businessmen and rather not, you know, put their bodies on the line. They waited out that contract to get checks every week or every two weeks, wherever the case may be. Only a small few Took Vince McMahon's offer of opportunity, like a Booker T, like a Diamond Dallas Page. Booker T worked out for him well. DDP not so much. But you know where I'm going with this. And after years and years, WWE acquired ECW and acquiring WCW, acquiring AWA. They didn't acquire these uh, these companies for more than one, for only one reason and one reason only the videotape library and what happened with that videotape library well you got the wwe network boys and girls you got the peacock so you got hours and hours of entertainment for nostalgic fans like the professor for nostalgic fans like jimmy t and chris hambones for nostalgic fans like tommy wonder and all that stuff for the pwc hustleites out there you got nostalgia So, for Tony Khan to purchase Ring of Honor, now we're getting back into 2020 deuce. For Tony Khan to purchase Ring of Honor Wrestling, the only reason and only reason to even fathom is he wants to up his ante of a videotape library distribution system. We all know that he did this Because he needs to create a streaming platform for all elite wrestling. So acquiring Ring of Honor Wrestling for $40 million, and let me say this he got ripped off by Sinclair, by the Sinclair people. He overpaid Ring of Honor for $40 million. I don't think the metrics of $40 million to 2001's uh, WWE purchase of WCW for $4.25 Please do not give me the economic uh, mathematics on this. Sinclair screwed Tony Khan because of one reason and one reason only. And I got to quote my man, Eric Bischoff. Tony Khan conducts his business via the dirt sheets. He does dirt sheet pro wrestling business. He acquired a brand that has been going on hard times since the elite jumped to create AEW he bought a brand that has been devalued because of doing business with New Japan Pro Wrestling and I've said this before and I'll say it again Ring of Honor was New Japan's bitch boy jobber promotion I said it first and it kind of sully it kind of scurried out there but I'm the one that created that buzz. Ring of Honor at the, the New Japan Ring of Honor Super Show at Master Square Garden was tainted with their reputation for some bad booking decisions, bad business decisions. Ring of Honor's Honor Club. Now you think that AEW is going to shift all its resources into Ring of Honor Wrestling.com? No. Honor Club wasn't that good, boys and girls. And, you know, they. I was an Honor Club member. I didn't watch all of the C- best of CM Punk's. I didn't watch the best of Kevin Steen. I didn't watch the best of Nigel McGinnis. I didn't care about that. I bought it for the live events. I bought it for the live pay-per-views. And if I was really bored, I watched the ROH TV on it. That was it. But like I said, AEW is, has to shift their resources to ringaroundawrestling.com. They better revamp it. They better, re, you, know, re, you know, they have to fix it up they have to streamline it to make it good. So, like I said, with all that stuff from Ring of Honor that they offer, then you put in the three-year history of AEW with all its dynamites and rampages, elevations and darks, their pay-per-views. And I'll say this, if Tony Khan starts to become a little shrewd like Vincent Kennedy McMahon Jr., he might have to rework some contracts like the Young Bucks. He might want to think about putting being the elite On a streaming platform, an AEW streaming platform, and, you know, take 10% of it. That's just a thought from the professor. You got AEW wrestlers with with vlogs like Sammy Guevara. Uh, Thunder Rosa has her own YouTube channel. So if you, you know, if you do some kind of partnership there, Tony Khan, maybe you now got a very interesting streaming platform for your AEW fan base. It's just a thought right there. But now let's get to the realities of the purchasing of Ring of Honor Wrestling. Again, he paid $40 million for Ring of Honor Wrestling. He did not pay for the television. Let's just say this right now. If he paid $40 million with the guarantee that Sinclair Broadcasting was going to honor the television deal, then maybe I'll say $40 million is fair. But I still think he got ripped off. The most that he should have paid for Ring of Honor Pro Wrestling is $10 million and that's it. And that's if they're given a guaranteed one-year extension with a TV deal. But Sinclair has no responsibility, no ethical uh, responsibility to promise Tony Condat. There's no more Ring of Honor Wrestling, boys and girls on a weekly basis yes they're gonna be back with that uh super show in april yes most of those people that you see on dark and elevation will now be downgraded to ring them out oh oh god that brought up bad memories for the professor does anybody remember wwecw Do you remember that Vince McMahon took the three letters ECW and in the span of five years? See, now that is a great example of of trying to, you know, trying to have staying power with a name. ECW did have staying power. For five years, ECW was on the sci-fi network. For four or five years, they tried to make it a developmental league. But people who were ECW diehards like the professor just wasn't having that. And hence why ECW, you know, they canceled that on the sci-fi and they rebranded it and renamed it NXT. Because then people gave NXT a chance. You think any Ring of Honor fan really wants to see a company that they've watched for 20 years, that they watched those epic matches between CM Punk and Samoa Joe, those epic matches between Brian Danielson and Nigel McGuinness, those epic tag team wars between the Briscoe brothers and the Kings of wrestling. Do you think that those Ring of Honor fans are going to jump, jump on the bandwagon of Tony Khan because he saved it to make their organization their baby that they've been watching for years? to be the developmental to AEW?
1: That's why you
6: create a developmental program. That's why you name it differently. Now, if you bought Ring of Honor and then rebranded it to, let's say, future elite wrestling, then maybe I'll give it a a go. Maybe I'll I'll give it a pass. But think about the bloated roster. Think about a, a guy like Jay Lethal, the man who became all elite, the man who challenged Sammy Guevara one week and then disappeared. The man who then was in a war with Dante Martin against Team Taz and that has went to have went to shit. Then he goes back to Ring of Honor because he's a Ring of Honor original. You think that that is a good booking uh, decision? No, that's called a downgrade. Just like when people went to ECW or that's like it would say WWECW. Remember Shelton Benjamin? Was Intercontinental Champion one one year and then went was drafted to ECW because he need to be rebranded, repackaged. But let alone, from a fan's point of view, he's been downgraded. So there is one problem of the spectrum for people to watch Ring of Honor. Number two, and this is one of the biggest reasons why Ring of Honor might have a shelf life of maybe. Two tops. Tony Khan would stretch himself too thin. Everybody thinks right now, uh, well, if you create Ring of Honor, you create this developmental, why don't you hire uh, William Regan? Why don't you hire all these people that, or Samoa Joe as a, you know, head trainer or something like that? It's all good in theory, but you know what? Tony Khan has got to run. An organization, he's the man. He's got the final say. No matter what you think, he's got the final say of what Ring of Honor has to do. You know what? You know who's booking Ring of Honor's super show during WrestleMania weekend? Tony Khan. It's going to be his baby. So now, not only he has to run Dynamite, he's got to run Rampage. He's got to run AEW pay-per-views. Now you got to put him he's got to put himself on a plane for to Dallas to run a ring of honor super show. He's got to make sure ring of honor for the first year alone for the for the fans, for the marks out there that it was not a bad business venture that he's doing everything he can to keep it afloat. But yet should be a ruthless businessman, a business tycoon like Vincent Kennedy McMahon, and be honest with the fan base and say, I bought Ring of Honor for the library because I want to create a streaming platform. I want to add it on HBO Max. Or I want to have AEWWrestling.com network. We all know it. We all know that's the truth. But Tony Khan is trying again. He's doing dirt sheet business because he wants to get likes and trend positively with the Mark Tards on Twitter. With the Mark Tards on Facebook wrestling groups like Solomon and the PW of Facebook fan groups. Like the Mark Tards of the PwC discussion groups. But I know the realities and whether you like it or not, you, the PwCites, know the realities. So... While I am happy f- to hear this decision, I just know the realities. He overpaid for a company that wasn't valued at 40 million. I know that it's just for the video library, and I know that Ring of Honor Wrestling will cease operations, and I'll give it like and I'll be honest, 2-3 years in my mind the most Ring of Honor will cease to ex- exist with no television, no nothing. They got Ring of Honor is dead. I'm sorry, but I've seen history repeat itself over and over again. UWF died when Jim Crockett uh, bought it, WCW died when Mince McMahon bought it, and Ring of Honor died when Tony Khan bought it. It's just the circle of life, boys and girls. And with that being said, this has been a special Professor's Perspective here on the Pro Wrestling Coalition, the PwC Network at pawbeam.com. So when you hear this, hopefully in a couple of weeks, Jimmy T, where's the reflection, man? Gotta upload those reflections, my homie. But well, that's neither here nor there. We'll talk about it behind the scenes. DM the Professor. You know my Twitter, Jimmy T, at PWSO, pw prof see you later pwc eyes and i hope you like this special perspective here on the skirmish or here on the pwc network at pawbeam.com later
0: of the pro wrestling coalition network the pwc check out my podcast
2: where all the podcasts are available the homeboy 88 podcast thank you And we're back. You're listening to the PWC Wednesday night skirmish with me, Jimmy T and the foreign object Jeff Lippman. And we're just talking about the Wardlow Caesar Bononi match. But we'll move on from that actually, Jeff, because I'm sure the professor has got his perspectives about revolution, that's for sure. And about I'm just other. You're a character, man. But we get the House of Black, dude. The House of Black takes credit for turning Pentagon into something so evil. So Apparently, evil. just remember that the House always wins, actually, Jeff. You know that. The House always wins, and the House probably will win when they do eventually have a matchup. Heck, the House always wins when Pentagon's involved, but... Well, no, he got a roll-up win, uh, being very evil last week,
5: but uh, or two weeks ago, but... Um... Yeah, isn't that what Duke Hudson used to say? The house always wins. Like four he did. months
2: ago. That's right. He actually did. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But we move on because there's nothing much to really talk about there. We get MJF yeah. coming in to see Wardlow, and says that if he well, wins the no, no, ladder match, no, wait, wait, wait. what? Did, 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 are, are you skipping the debut? Or was that uh, was that on Rampage? That was on Rampage, Jeff. Okay, All right. wrong All right. show, man. So anyway, it's been a week. I know, same here, I know, and when you when you haven't watched it in a while, sometimes it's hard to recall shit, but anyway, MJF comes in to see Wardlow and says that if he wins the ladder match, he can even keep the TNT title. MJF, it's not like you're going to win it, win it anyway, that's what MJF said to Wardlow. Wardlow says he's too busy making sure MJF is always winning, so MJF gives him the best bitch slap I've seen in wrestling, to be honest Jeff, straight to the face, and reminds Wardlow That he isn't a professional wrestler, but rather the bodyguard. That means he needs to stay in line, or his family is going to be in trouble. I just want to say, for once, I can take MJF serious as a boss of a faction.
5: Okay, I mean, this was a good, good segment. Goes, you don't work for AEW, you work for me.
2: Yeah, I thought that was brilliant, dude. I mean, honestly. But before that,
5: you know what he said? He said, Oh, big man. I'm so, you know, let's all be good. You know, if you win, when you win this TNT title, you can keep it, just keep it. You can remember he said that he did say that. that. Yeah. So this whole thing and the whole, you don't work for AEW, you work for me. This plays into why I think Wardlow's going to win that face of the ladder match.
2: So you're saying that Spears probably won't actually like interrupt during the match
5: i think that that's a little bit too much when there's already six people in the in in that match um and even if he does i don't think it'll be successful i think there's going to be enough you know uh lunacy going on in that but um it, i i i think that spears and wardlow probably is going to be a thing but i i mean no because i think the story what however gets there is that wardlow will win the tnt title um and that you know he's gonna keep it and he's gonna be a face and then just gonna say i told you you work for me and he's gonna say listen while you've been fooling around with punk and doing whatever you want and telling your poo-poo stories and (laughs) doing whatever you want i've been talking to tony khan and guess what i have a contract with aw so you can take your contract and shove it up your ass
2: so we're going to get professional wrestling 101 basically
5: True. Yeah. Who who's a bigger who's a bigger star than, than Wardlow? They want to turn him face, give him a belt. S- Sammy is sort of middling. He's in this feud with Darby again. You got Andrade and AFO hanging around. Oh, how someone, dumb. Basically the Dark Order 2.0. Um, yeah,
2: it actually is. That's a great actual call, actually, Jeff. I think you're right. It is really dark order 2.0. Yeah, I mean there's there's just too much stuff. This
5: is the this is the only clean set of stories that they have. Everything else is sort of messy. Um I'll give credit the page coal thing is sort of clean, but that's because there's not much to it. There really um, isn't. I mean, unless you go back seven years. Um but you know, I thought the you're just the other Adam, you know, it was a good mm. line. Yeah. But I mean, but that also tells us the end, doesn't it?
2: Well, yeah, Hangman Page is definitely retaining his title at Revolution. There's no He's if or buts
5: about it. Right. His, his line his line has to be, J- just the other Adam, no more. Now you're just the other Adam. Whatever the line should be, he'll pick the one that's not as good.
2: Ah, it just feels like I know you are, but what am I type of freaking thing. But anyway, it is what it is. Well, speaking of Adam, we move on to the main event between Hangman Page and Dark Order versus yeah. adam cole and red dragon and uh, no, i'm sorry to call the dark order mid is giving them too much prader yeah Low, yeah subterranean yeah. and why are they even even in the main event i mean these guys come out like fide marks legitly, seriously
5: like it, it's they, they don't even go by their numbers anymore they, they go by their names i mean the, the, no one's even trying they're not even trying does it make sense why they made put Vance into bigger stories for two weeks in a row, even though he lost them? Not, none of it. None of it makes a bit of sense. Danhausen's curse and Evil Uno, which is just more evil on evil violence. <laughs> yeah. Um, but what does Evil Dose actually think about that? Anything that's against Evil Uno, especially perpetrated by Danhausen, is good <laughs> because because the Darker Order of Tartarus is part of the Danhausen. <laughs> <block.
2: laughs> uh sometimes I say the
5: dan house of black is part of the darker order of
2: tartars sometimes nice sometimes evil something like that right
5: listen no it's very nice very evil those oh, that's things right. are that's contradictory
2: right. if you embrace evil that's right that's true that's true well the boom finishes reynolds off in about 12 minutes and 42 seconds what a and, shock i yeah. not
5: believe who took in, in this one oh
2: my god. <laughs> Yeah, and to think, I mean, whoever books this shit, and I'm looking at TK right now, what damn makes him think? Damn it, Cody. Oh, yeah. What makes him think that putting Hangman Page with the Dark Order still and he even came out with the damn purple bandana? Because there's a bunch of idiots in his ear telling him, the Dark Order's over, they love him. What's his name? Budgie John Silver? Hungy? <laughs> Budgie. Man. Hungy. Hangy. Hungy. John Silver. Johnny Hangy. Johnny Hangy. Johnny, Johnny, Johnny
5: Nobody gives a shit about any of these guys. Get rid of them. It's 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 so it's so beneath a world champion. And they didn't even get the 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 thing, right? Because they 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 botched the taping of his hands to the rope so you could see that the, the tape was coming undone so he had to hold his arm up there with his hand so he's, he's basically keeping himself prisoner and they you know the, and then the bad guys don't even beat him up i mean they, they, yeah. they don't they only think enough of him to beat him up while they've got him and this is where i thought jay lethal was gonna not jay lethal jay white was gonna come in and do something to show some allegiance to some side or maybe not. Maybe he would have done something to Paige because the other three, Red Dragon, Cole were sort of just mocking him. But Jay Lethal comes in and like delivers like a, what's his thing? A sling blade to, to Paige while yeah. he's prone. Yeah. There's the, and then and they look at him like, what's that? And he's like, and he's like, and he's like walking away. That's it, sleeping. right? Like, yeah. yeah right. Like, that would have been interesting-ish. But they didn't even Ish. do that. I'm sort of like, I'm like, this can't be it but that was it. And so right at the women's match to the end, this is where the show got bad. And Adam Page's just ain't it. And, you know, Tony Khan said his matches were spectacular. Yeah, three, you're right. They were three great matches. The order of them were weird, you know, but we've talked about that before. We don't need to do it again. Um, But nevertheless, prediction, we already both said it. Uh, If Page doesn't retain they may as well release him or make him the God. Ring of Honor champion him, him and the Claudio Castagnoli in the
2: fight. <laughs> him and Claudio Castagnoli fucking Cesaro man you're gonna make me cry that made me teary I don't know why I found that really funny but for some weird reason I can actually picture that happening
5: let's let's just hope the audience finds it entertaining too <laughs>
2: oh fuck that's funny man that's so true man well (laughs) we can finally move on to predictions I'm actually in tears that is fucking funny man and uh, let me just get up the the matchups I mean have you already got them on your phone or on your PC by any chance before I look for it
5: no but I mean I know that there's three matches on the buy-in which is insane Um, but the buy-in we've got Statlander against Layla Hirsch i mean i think we both already both well i picked statlander i think you picked well, Hersh. i'm
2: going hirsch yes hirsch definitely
5: all right we uh um there's some other crappy ass match on on the buy end. it was
2: hook it... and qt oh, marshall
5: i mean the, 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 this is this is actual junk but yeah hook's gonna be qt
2: marshall so. oh, no if or buts about it actually the only <laughs> question is
5: the only question is, is this a squash or do they have to give QT Marshall 11 minutes?
2: Well, knowing AEW, they're going to give him 11 minutes.
5: I don't know that Hook can do a match in 11 minutes and everyone's going to say, well, QT Marshall can carry the match. Now, he's a good trainer, but he's not a good wrestler. I mean, it's one of those, it's one of those cases where those who can't do teach. And so, I mean, we've seen him in, in well, matches.
2: He thinks.
5: He's, he's clumsy out there.
2: To be fair, it's teaching wrestling is not really about the moves in many ways, you know what I'm saying? I'm sure he's teaching more psychology and that type of stuff, you know what I mean, and ring awareness, not so much the moves. I'm sure the really moves not. he's been taught by Taz, Ricky Starks has helped out, even Hobbs has helped out, I'm sure they, Cody has.
5: They need to be teached, but the talk, but I, I don't know because the guys that are featured don't seem to have a lot of psychology other than the basics and i don't know i, I have to believe the qt marshall who everyone says has a lot to do at the background well he does AW, that's actually true well then he's at fault for everyone gets offense and every match <laughs> should be 40 minutes so um, i mean i can't imagine him seeing him shortchange himself I mean it's almost like a good thing bad thing because I, I don't think hook should have matches that are longer than five minutes but not right now absolutely but it might be interesting to see it and I guess if it's on the the buy-in but uh, I don't know whatever I whatever it is hooks winning I don't I really want to spend time on
2: hook because uh, this, yeah
5: this is a fad that will fade well Hook a minute running
2: wild brother but <laughs> yeah but, but anyway I believe there's actually a third match on the on the pre-show. Here is House of Black versus yes. the uh the Obscura Clan. <laughs> I the, love that.
5: The previously not evil death triangle. C-
2: can you explain to D, you know, me and D were arguing last week about your comment of, about saying obscure. You meant obscure, true, not obscuror. Just say it. Right? That's what you are really meaning. Well, I mean, I think obscure was just obscure in Thank Smash. you. Thank you, because <laughs> D thought you truly meant something else. And I'm like, no, he didn't. He meant obscure, saying it in Spanish, but he's really meaning obscure. Anyway, I'm even explaining well, it to the listeners that probably didn't understand the joke either. He's penta obscura.
5: That that that's how it says, but I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing it right because I don't speak <laughs>
7: Spanish.
5: So I know but I do speak English. <laughs>
2: oh god! But really, it's penta obscura all right, just, just for the record, you know what I mean? I'm just saying it, which means Penta Dark. But anywho. Well, we actually, move... Obscura is hitting. <laughs> I said scuro, El scuro. But anyway, we move on to the House of Black, Malachi Black, that is, with Brody King and Buddy Matthews versus Pack Black. Can we get a Pack Black, possibly? Sure. <laughs> uh versus penta or os- obscure <laughs> obscure not right or but anyway and eric it's redbeard irrelevant. yes sure. <laughs> eric redbeard right eric redbeard finally finally got a
5: job whether this is for two appearances or longer nobody knows
2: and they, i'm sure the house of black are going over in this match like they better
5: you they think better. Right? what's the point
2: yeah, I don't see him losing. Surely they don't lose.
5: No, surely they don't lose, but hopefully Penta th- the beats up Apprehendus, maybe kills him. Maybe oh, yes. I, and, I forgot and, and to
2: talk about that. Joins the, and joins the House of Black because an evil Penta belongs there. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. I mean, it makes sense too. And I think, do we get that? Do we get that to actually go into the main card I mean that's a good way to actually get people to buy the pay-per-view, right? Does he turn beforehand? No. You mean sort of NWO type of formation?
5: Turn the buy-in, why not?
2: I think it makes good sense to like get people to buy to buy in, right? Now is the buy-in on a different channel? Is it free somewhere? It's on YouTube. It's on um what's it called? Uh what's their friggin' um the, the, the Turner-owned um, streaming service, the BR, BR Live. Oh, yeah. Um, but that's free because isn't BR Live you have to pay for it? Okay. It's um, free.
5: Because, I mean, I'm sure if you buy the pay-per-view, you get the buy-in too.
2: Well, yeah, obviously. But you do get it on YouTube. You get it on Facebook, I believe, as well. You pretty much get I, it I, everywhere on social media.
5: The only thing I'm building into is, I I mean, I, I think that, the people who are watching on the free services are not going to pay for a pay per view, and the people who are going to pay for the pay per view are including the hour that is the buy in as part of their investment. So, yeah. I, no, I don't think it makes much of a difference. I mean, it might get you excited for the for the show. I mean, if they do the turn well, if it's brutal and you see, you see Pack laid out and Eric Redbeard, you know, uh, all bloodied up. I mean, It'd be bloodied after it, that. I mean if if Brody king the i mean all he does is do nothing in matches and then beat everyone (laughs) up after they lose after they after the pin is scored against the team that's all he's been doing he's also the hot tag guy come on man yeah but they lose and 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 then once they lose then he beats everyone else up but before then he is like ineffective
2: yeah i agree i mean We'll see where they go with this House of Black, but I don't even think AEW really know where they're going with with this House of Black thing. That's what oh, they sorry. do; they buy time to figure oh, it out every time. Sorry, Brody King. Brody King's a big man. Oh, absolutely.
5: He's, he's significant next to Eric Rowan.
2: Hell yeah! He even looks and like Eric he makes Aleister Black look like a friggin' little punk, like really. And Eric and Eric Rowan
5: look sort of small next to Braun Strowman. Yeah,
2: that's true. I I can agree with that.
5: I mean, Jesus, Braun must be
2: huge. Did you see any pictures from the Control Your Narrative, by the way? Yes, because I've got a personal friend of mine that also was on Control Your Narrative, who you told me beforehand, and you probably know him, but Blake Bulletproof Troop, our boy Blake. I don't know if you know who that is. No. Well, look out for him. He's the future man of professional wrestling. Put it this way. Him and Braun Strowman are good friends, right? Um, Braun basically brought him in, or Adam Shearer, whatever you want to call him, and I got the load down. He sent me a, a private message on Facebook th- to tell me that he's going to be part of it. I said okay. I wouldn't say anything, uh, but okay. now that he's debuted, and the fans were going wild for him, I can okay. probably Sounds say-
5: that I saw pictures. First of all, they had no seats. There were no seats It was all standing anybody. room only. Standing room only. It was like bar
2: room there. wrestling all over again, Jeff there, there might have been 30 people in that room no that was more than that there that was more I than saw that. pictures they, they 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 didn't look like there were more than 30 people in that room look i don't want to like bash their promotion it looked bad at first i'll admit that i'm, right? I'm, I'm bashing their control your macarative
5: i <laughs> i'll do the bashing listen nobody was there and they it looked like they did a gimp routine
2: oh that's <laughs> i haven't watched the whole thing i only watched my boys match you yeah, know he was pretty excited. I mean, he's also the commentator on uh, championship wrestling from Florida and Hollywood.
5: Well, who who hoodie who face?
2: I don't know. It was like a two-on-one type of match, man. I don't even know who the other two clowns were because one of them did actually look like a clown. But he was—he's mm-hmm. an actual MMA fighter, really, a professional MMA fighter. He's getting into mm-hmm. pro wrestling, and he went to Suplex City with him, put it that way. And the fans were losing their shit okay the, the, the fan was losing that shit terrific I I think that I have a friend that was
5: a referee there and I and a guy I know I'll call him a friend is like their their uh interviewer
2: right okay and who's um, that
5: Nico Nico
2: extra but oh, uh, Nikkei, uh, and, I know who Nico XG is and the ref is uh Dave
5: Sanderson who you know was on on unpopular review we used to do the raw review together he was always falling asleep and I would make oh yeah videos.
2: I I saw that and I'm thinking what the fuck is going on there but anyway it's I can't, can't talk i fell asleep too
5: well I'm very boring
2: uh um, that's no, not you it's raw actually yeah, <laughs> believe okay. me um but
5: all he likes is WWE and he he and routinely he proved that he would he didn't watch raw. And <laughs> pick on them about it on tv and it was, it was my funniest thing um it was the only reason i did that show um but yeah the, the the pictures it looked like you know basically three sides of the ring there was no room for there to be people maybe one line of people could be standing there so it, w- it was only on the the one axis the one fourth where there could have been people so that's why i only think that there might have been a few dozen people so unless that was of like a, a theater type of arrangement where there might have been a few hundred people in there, but the, it didn't look like the the width of a building that would be, you know, like a quarter of a mile long, right? It looked well, like maybe, like you said, like
2: a like a small bar where normally Yeah, that's have, what it like, looked like to me. Bands,
7: but, it
2: yeah. came across like it was in a bar somewhere, dude. Honestly, oh, that's what it looked like. But I'm just happy like, for my boy, though. That's fine for him. I mean, but-
5: I, I'm not worried about, you know, the bottom and mid guys. Good for them. Good for them getting work. But when you're talking about Adam Share, you're talking about EC3, you're talking about Killer Cross. Austin Aries sucks, but he's at least a name. Right. I'm talking about guys like that. These guys are going to be fighting about money very soon. If, if, oh, you know, definitely. They, they
2: they're, they're we'll see TV who's going to control their narrative after about three months. Exactly. Their TV deal with pro wrestling TV. <laughs> what, <That's laughs> what the fuck is that? i never heard of it it's not
5: fight it's not be our live it's not even <laughs> the zone and all those losing money too. or I mean, they might as well put it on YouTube for God fucking sake
2: I, I mean yeah anyway it, it looked like a, it looked like a disaster oh man I don't want to bash it Jeff you made me bash it and damn it I told you I'm proud of my boy well, bro really god damn it he's good he he's great enough. man he, he's been trained he by some for- of the best dude legitly like MMA fighter you sure can go through he can go to the WWE tryout
5: and BSC is a legit well, fighter.
2: I don't want to say too much because I promise that I don't. He's you know what I mean? Him. He's going to try out. But, uh, you, know, he, you know, put he it this way. Current him. WWE wrestlers actually train him. I'll, I'll say that much.
5: That's fine. Good for him. I mean, I don't think you're giving up anything when you say a new indie wrestler with a legit MMA background legit. is going to try to get into the major league. He was signed to UFC,
2: great. as a matter of fact. Good. <laughs>
5: Well, good. Then he, that's what he should do. He well,
2: should yeah. also take
5: jobs like this. He should take every job. he can. Well,
2: he loves professional wrestling and he wants to take it. But he's, he does. Look, his gimmick is kind of like a Brock Lesnar kind of gimmick, similar. You know what I mean? But well, with a twist. Has, Brock is
5: 43, so there's only so long he can do the Brock Lesnar
2: gimmick. <laughs> right. Well, that's true. But anyway, shout out to my boy Blake Troop, man. Congratulations. But anyway, we move on to okay. the main card. Follow me. The- we <laughs> move to the you main. Want a,
5: you want you want trademarks protected? We can talk. If you want a theme? I can hook you up with a good uh, entrance composer. Very reasonable.
2: Well, I'll get back to you about that. I'll I'll talk to him anyway. I know
5: a bunch of wrestling artists that can do some merch for you.
2: <laughs> well, he's got actually quite good merch, but anyway, who wrestles where? Like you'll see Braun Strowman wear it. He even showed me the private conversation with him and Braun. But anyway, enough of that. Let's move on to the main card, Jeff, between – and it starts off with Jade Cargill versus Tay Conti for the AEW TBS championship. Or is it that bitch show championship? I don't know. But nevertheless, it's for the championship. I'm sure we're both going to say Jade Cargill easily. But unfortunately, she's probably going to take a good 10 minutes to actually win this match. Right. But when she will? But when she will exactly? But I just don't agree with the ten minute part. Hopefully it's a squash, but I just don't see it happening.
5: It can't, it can't be a squash. They love Tay Conti. Plus now she's with the, the the most annoying couple in wrestling, Sammy Guevara and Tay Conti. Can't wait for them <sighs> to break up exclusively.
2: Oh, I can't I, I, I wait can't, either.
5: I can't wait for Sammy to cheat on her. I just can't. You, um, no, no way. You
2: going to cheat on that? It's cheated on his fiance? Why wouldn't sure. he
5: do that? That's like, but I mean, it just,
2: was Tay Conti. But though, I mean, come on.
5: I understand that there's <laughs> a lot of beautiful women in the world, and they're going to make themselves available. I mean, he's a beautiful guy, so we, you know, I mean, it's not like he's. It's like she's out of his league. He's no. Listen, they're, they're a great couple. He's going to be the one, she. <laughs> well, not, we both not, not women, don't she? Yeah, <laughs> and she's going to kill him when he does. It's going to be great.
2: Well, maybe we're he's getting going Maro's to be place again. you know, is there a possibility uh, Tony Khan buys out Mauro's place?
5: There's a possibility that we're going to see Sammy live <laughs> trying to
2: keep his intestines back in. <laughs> that's when you'll see him disappear on television for a good like two months, probably. Anyway, two months,
5: will be dead. Once your intestines
2: <laughs> fall out, <it's> <laughs> yeah, true. Maybe, maybe so. Well, it could be just a hernia. Not if they fall out of your body. Well, that's true too. But anyway, let's move on to another possible um, intestines coming out of the soul, shall I say, because we've got a matchup, a six-man tornado tag team matchup, actually, Jeff, between AHFO, Andrade, Al Idalo, Matt Hardy, and Isaiah Cassidy, which I don't understand why he's in this match, versus Darby Allen, Sammy Guevara, and it's Sting uh You do know why
5: he's in that match? Because he's, he's gonna match. eat
2: the pin. I know. Don't worry.
5: <laughs> I totally understand that. But th- this will also be <clears throat> when Matt Hardy and Andrade and Cassidy sort of split. It's also gonna be more Darby, Sammy. Can we get along? But they're they're gonna eke out the win, even though obviously Darby is gonna steal the win from Sammy. He's gonna put you know, Sammy's gonna do the move, and then Darby's gonna take it. That's why it's a tornado match. And then There's we no get
2: t- a. And then we get a TNT Championship matchup on Rampage.
5: <laughs> uh, well, we already have one with Scorpio Sky. Right, so... but it seems
2: like the TNT Championship gets defended more on Rampage on T. On oh, no, that is on TNT, so it makes sense instead of Dynamite.
5: Uh, yeah, the, well, the, the, that's why I'm naming these things. I mean, they just should have called them the Warner
2: the TV, <laughs> the Warner Brothers. Yeah, the Water Brothers. Oh, man the,
5: the, the one they can call the w and the other they can call the b I, I don't
2: know. ah nice very well played if people don't understand this stiff but that was very well played I like it well I guess we're both going for team stingers right I'm not going for it that's just what's gonna happen well yeah that's exactly what's gonna happen and actually what's we'll the, call this match to well yeah we'll call this the way it ends Matt Hardy's going to end up walking off on El Idalo. Like, you know, the Jeff Hardy walk away fucking deal that's been happening every week. And that's how they end up losing anyway. But then we move... Or they may both walk away from Isaiah. Or or that, yeah, that wouldn't surprise me either. That's true. That's true. Either way, I don't
5: care. And by the way, I just need to throw this out there. Jose sucks. I agree.
2: Bring Chavo. I mean, bring Chavo rules. They did Chavo dirty. Oh, they done him dirty, dude. I mean, seriously. But anyway, we move on to match number six between.
5: What happened to Free Ali? Well, that was like a big thing. Oh, not- Free Who?
2: Ali? What oh he, yeah. Nobody cares about
5: Free and Ali anymore. Who
2: gives a fuck, Jeff? I don't even know why people were hashtagging that shit.
5: Uh, I, I know why, but it's done. It should. I mean, if you care, it should last.
2: Social justice warriors, Jeff. That should be a new stable.
5: Maybe it should. That'd be a good. One.
2: <laughs> Well, we move on to match number six, and it's a three-way tag team match for the AEW World Tag Team Championship between Jurassic Express, Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus, versus Red Dragon, Bobby Fish, and Kyle Raleigh versus the Young Bucks, Matt, and Nick Jackson. This is another obvious sort of uh, matchup, dude. I mean, surely the Jurassic Express, and I hate to say this, are going to retain over here because... Red Dragon and the Bucks are just going to act like little bitches and cost themselves the win.
5: Agree. I, I mean, I don't know who's going to screw who more. I don't know if there's going to be any interference. I, uh, I mean, I don't think so because there's too much, you know, shenanigans that I'm already overbooking into this card as it is. But yeah, I, I think that Jurassic Express retains.
2: So we move on to match number seven, and apparently that's going to be John Moxley. Versus Brian Danielson in a, just a plain old singles match. But apparently, we need to get blood, but it's just the singles match. I mean, are we going to get blood? I think we're going to get blood, and
5: it's either going to be a double knockout. Um, oh, God, no, please. Or, or, or a double submission. Nobody can win. Oh, knockout. that's so dumb. Come on.
2: Double I think submission? They're both
5: going to have each other in, in sort of headlocks, and they're both going to lose consciousness around the same time.
2: If that happens. Seriously, if that happens, well,
5: there's no stipulation, so it's not like De- Brian has to win for Moxley a team with him. It's not like if Moxley wins, Brian leaves him alone. So the only result can be that 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 they knock each other unconscious one way or another. That they that neither one wins. They both they both lose. They both win.
2: Well, first of all, why the hell is the stipulation per se like to have a friggin uh, stable? i I don't know i mean it based
5: on all the talking it would have made sense if it was a first blood match at least
2: yeah i mean but i mean shit we're giving this information out for free jeff why can't they think of that well well they can't do it because there's too much accidental bleeding in AW, aw that's right that's true that's true well don't be surprised if we get a i'm hoping it's not a double ko or a double submission i really am Maybe Brian sort of jumps Moxley before the match starts and we're all guessing is Moxley gonna be in the match? Who knows? Listen, if you want to have a I'm
5: scoring my prediction, but the only way to have a satisfying win is for Moxley to finally get his win. Yeah. But basically he it's basically because he he Brian won't give up and you know he does a Steve Austin pass out, or he he's so bloody that that the ref stops it. Whatever it is Whatever it is, it's going to be a double TKO or a TKO.
2: So, are we going to have the new, instead of American Dragon, Brian Danielson, are we going to get the American <laughs> TKO guy or a knockout for, for that matter, Brian no, Danielson? You're going, get,
5: you're going to get the Wild Dragons.
2: The oh, shit. The Wild Dragons. And then we can get a feud with the Red Dragons, right? For Dragon Supremacy. I'm <laughs> pretty sure who's going to win that one. <laughs> oh, fuck. Anyway, I'm going for Danielson because I don't think it's time for moxie to get that win just yet. Oh wow! Yeah, okay. I mean, if you want to continue the story, that is sure. Okay, you know what I'm saying. So maybe we'll, you know we we'll get it later on. But anyway, that's yeah. just me. But then I'm thinking about it. I'm pretty much well, picking the all the heels here.
5: Should only just be you. I mean, your prediction should be just you, unless Dee's feeding you the information. I mean, you're making sense. Uh-huh. So it probably is from her.
2: It's D. It's D. Absolutely. D. It she knows sense. more than me. Absolutely. That's not hard to believe. Well, speaking of best friends, we move to match number eight between Chris Jericho and Eddie Kingston in a singles match once again. Um, this one's a little bit more trickier, actually, even though we both sort of alluded that I guess Santana and Ortiz will get involved in this matchup. But. Do you see Jericho losing? Is Eddie Kingston yes. going to get his big win on pay-per-view?
5: Yes, Eddie Kingston wins because Set Ortiz helps him. I don't think it's all that tricky.
2: Hmm. It's tough, dude, because some, I wouldn't be surprised if Jericho does beat Kingston. But then again,
5: listen, 51-year-old Jericho has to put over that young, new, up-and-comer, oh, 40-year-old Kingston. Yeah, of course, because he's a young whippersnapper, dude. And if Kingston wins, Jericho is going to give him his diet. So, you know. <sighs>
2: uh, all right. I might go for Kingston here, but it's very, like, hard for me to actually go that way. But I'll, I'll stick to it. I'll go with Kingston. But next is your favorite match coming up, actually, and your favorite is involved. It's the face of the Revolution ladder match for a future AEW TNT Championship match between Keith Lee. Limitless Keith Lee, or is it limited Keith Lee? I don't know. But it's Keith Lee versus Orange Cassidy versus Powerhouse Hobbs versus Ricky Starks versus Warlow versus Christian Cage in a weird sort of mishmash of wrestlers in a ladder match. Yeah, it,
5: it is weird. Uh, I think that Hobbs and Keith Lee are going to sort of cancel each other out. Um, I'm honestly not sure that Keith Lee can, can climb a, a ladder. <laughs> i'm not kidding i mean i think he's gonna break him well i mean the wrestling ladders you know they're they're sort of made of an
2: aluminum that can bend and (laughs) a special kind of aluminum
5: yeah now i've seen AEW use some of those like heavy like
2: they do right they're not they don't break easily dude just ask sammy guevara
5: right so that that might be like listen I already said what i think is going to happen i think it's be wardlow but if i'm wrong it will be Keith Lee. it's not going to be christian cage he's just there the general it's not going to be orange Castle, he's just there to bump around and do a couple of silly spots to make the the crowd go crazy um and ricky starks already has a useless title
2: perhaps <laughs> what we're title the it doesn't of- even exist what are you talking about well i mean it only doesn't exist a little bit more than the real titles don't exist well, I well mean, hey it was defended on battle of the belts after all right exactly so, <laughs> Jeez. I mean, you know, how, how much doesn't exist
5: but maybe <laughs> this will be the end of team T- you know maybe there'll be a little ha- Hobbs hobs and and starks because hook already is a face taz yeah. hasn't been on tv for a while i mean is there really a team Taz? so um
2: is it really a pinnacle Uh, well there was this past week yeah well whenever they they pick and choose to have a pinnacle yeah well all the
5: big factions seem to be heading towards destruction but you know now you're gonna have house of black growing and you know then then pack is gonna have to regroup reform his group so you know it's (laughs) it's not like it's not like there's any you have the 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 new brian moxley group coming so you (laughs) know (laughs) three groups die three groups are born i mean you know
2: we are going to get a trios championship, don't you worry. And now that Ring of Honor has been acquired by Tony Khan, there you have the trios championship right there. Right, And then, and then you can have another young up-and-comer uh, Claudio Castagnoli join
5: Mark uh, <laughs> Moxley and, and uh, Brian Danielson. He's so going to
2: join that group. He has to at this point. That's why I'm starting I mean, to I... think it's going to be what a Ring thing... of Honor type of group.
5: The only thing you can't have, teach Daniel Garcia is how to be more than 158 pounds
2: yeah absolutely i mean but you know what to be fair to garcia as as small as he is he will suit a kind of brian danielson type of crew if you have danielson um garcia costagnoli good old claudio and whoever maybe grisham can join the group
5: oh god please just retire that guy <laughs> um no i mean lee moriarty
2: is the other name is uh, the other one right that's a possibility he would suit. I mean, even though he's a clone of Kenny King to me.
5: Uh well Kenny King has muscles, so I True. Would say and I think he's better. Well, he's also more of a brawler and has more of a personality. I mean, Lee Moriarty is a is a technical wrestler. He's Right, I mean, he's, but he was a like
2: cat before wrestling. that, Jeff. I've- I, well, I I, I know that too, but the style. Uh, but, the <laughs> I mean,
5: Daniel Garcia is a precise wrestler. But he he's is. Under- he's
2: actually great in the ring. Seriously, he's a he's catch his catch cam type, type of wrestler, man. He really is. Right. And I have no
5: interest in watching him, just like I have no interest in watching Anahelico or Tracy Williams or Zack Sabre <laughs> Jr. Or, or, or Dean Malenko or any of the number of wrestlers that do the same shtick. Don't care.
2: Well, I'm going with Keith Lee still, dude, unless Ricky Starks absolutely fucks him up. I'm still going to stick with Keith Lee. So we move on to match number 10 for the AEW Women's World Championship between Dr. Britt Baker, DMD, versus Thunder Rosa. (sighs) I want to go with Thunder Rosa, right? And the only reason why I will go with it because we need a championship change over here. And I assume this is going to be the match. Yeah. I mean, I already picked it earlier, Thunder Rosa. So I might as well go with Thunder Rosa just for that reason. Otherwise, I would have stuck with Beat Baker unless they change the narrative <laughs> and, um, you know, every champion retains. But I just don't see that happening. So I'll just go with Thunder Rosa only because of that reason. There's no other reason for me to pick her because I still think Thunder Rosa, like I said, man, they needed to heat her up a little bit more and a little bit better but it's not her fault because she was red hot about two months ago.
5: I think it's easy to heat someone up, and I think having a world title is easy. She's so likable; people. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. For, her. for sure, and she's good. she won't she won't embarrass. I mean, let's face it, Britt, Britt Baker is an average wrestler at But a best. great
2: champion, though, Jeff
5: great talk, but she can also be a great heel, and she can complain about how this happened and that happened, and you know, Jamie hater was was a problem, and Rebels, she's been carrying her for all this time, and she got in the way. I mean, she's got a bunch of built-in excuses.
2: Her, sure. as an entitled Karen Yelling, is going to be great. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Good point. Well, we move on to a dog collar match, Jeff. Between CM Punk, was it Roddy Piper? Versus Greg Hammer Valentine. Sorry, I mean, MJF. In a dog collar match. Um, you think uh, Punk will win, but if something tells me ugh, look, the obvious is Punk is going to win, but I wouldn't be surprised if MJF actually wins, and Punk still doesn't get a win over MJF. Not yet, anyway.
5: Here's what I think is going to happen. Because, I, I like you, it's like I mean, we, we think that MJF is, is not going to be going for the title, just yet. We, he's going to be sidetracked by Wardlow beating the crap out of Sean Pierce Spears really quickly. And then, and then he's going to come after MJF. So I think that MJF can take a loss punk obviously can take losses, but he doesn't. The only person he took a loss to is MJF twice in one match, uh, but through chicanery. I think what happens here is that punk actually gets mjf's diamond ring punches him knocks him out and wins that way uh and because it's a no dq punk wins but mjf is still sort of protected because it was a vicious match and punk had a you know
7: call experience and, you
5: know, <laughs> yeah had to beat mjf's own dirty trick
2: well i think he all right look i think he convinced me i'll, I'll go with CM punk because Either way, I think MJF will be knocked out while he's tapping on all four corners anyway. So right. isn't that how it works? Do you have to tap on all four corners? I think that's a different... I think that's an Indian strap match. Oh, yeah, it's or a strap what, match or the Texas strap match. Yeah, you know, the four
5: corner, whatever it is. I don't think this is four corners. I just think this is that they... Just a pin. So they can't get away from each other. Yeah, oh. I think this is, this, this is... I mean, this stipulation actually, I mean... Sort of makes sense because of the brutality, and I guess because of the. But it's not the
2: blow off, though. I actually think this will continue on.
5: No, I think this is it. I I think I think MJF goes on to Wardlow, and I think Punk has to move on to something else. I don't
2: know what it is. You think so? I actually think it will continue on because the thing is, we can move on to a Spears Wardlow sort of you know program until. It's not a program. Yeah, I don't know what's with you and
5: Spears. That's not a program. That's that's two weeks.
2: Yeah, and the thing is, because, <clears throat> excuse me, <clears throat> because AEW pay-per-views are on every four months or whatever it is, it kind of makes that difficult anyway. So, I don't know, we'll I mean, see. There, I mean,
5: Punk, where he should be next is, you know, if he's still
2: around, J.Y. while well, you got him. or if Oh, that would be brilliant. That would be freaking marvellous, but I just don't see that happening. I mean, Punk against... Brian seems like the next dream match. That no, they you save have. that for all in, all out, whatever it's going to be.
5: They don't save anything, frankly, but you build the feud for the next few months, and whose side is Moxley on? Because he's teamed with Punk. He's backed up Punk, but he's been recruited by Brian. I mean, so he's the Stone Cold Steve Austin, or the Adam Cole in this story. <laughs> um, yeah. so
2: well, I'm actually, just- you're right. They are planting seeds in many ways, too, for that future Otherwise, you're going
5: to have him go after Adam Page. I respect you, but I want that title. I'm the best in the world, and I need something to
2: prove it. And, and you so know he's going to mention that Hangman Page has been nothing but a mid-champion, but not in those words, if you know what I'm saying.
5: Maybe he will use those words. Maybe he will channel my former nemesis. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. This is, this is major leagues. This is all elite, and you're not elite, my friend, but you know who is? The best in the world, CM Punk.
2: All right. Well, yeah. I'll stick with Punk then as well, possibly, but uh, still a hard one. But you're right. When you think about it, it it's kind hard. of obvious.
5: It is well, obvious they're both positioned as top guys.
2: Right. Well, we'll move on to a singles match for the AEW World Championship between Hangman Adam Page versus Adam Cole in the Battle of the Adams match. Um, This is, an, again, pretty obvious. Surely Hangman Page gets to win.
5: Has to. Go. He has he has to win or you know, become a garbage man.
2: <laughs> go back to milking cows
5: in the morning and pretending.
2: You're <laughs> <dead>. <laughs> yeah. Cowboy milking cows for Christ's sake. Anyway, like you said last week, cowboys are on ranches, not friggin' farms, but anyway, I'll digress. So we're both gonna go with Hangman Page. Adam Cole is just uh, he's just not ready to go for any championship right now, especially the way they've actually booked him. So, yeah, Hangman pa- See, Jargo actually thinks he's that Adam on Cole Red is going to win. Sorry?
5: You know, he's also in another story. He's in the Red Dragon versus the Bucks story. Right. I mean, he's he's in that story. Page is not in another story. His story is I'm champion.
2: Well, looking at this matchup makes me think that Kenny Omega is still going to make an appearance in this because it makes total sense for him to actually come into this matchup because you got Hangman in one corner. Adam Cole and the other. I mean, his he was kind of beefing with Adam Cole right before he took his time off, and he just lost the championship to Hangman Page. So I well, mean, I'm
5: I just I, I don't think he's well enough. Yeah.
2: Well, we'll see. I mean, all he has to do is a hernia operation. Apparently, sorry. And JY can play that role. Yeah,
5: but back surgeries usually fail, I and mean, back surgeries no no either fail. It's or a or hernia. Disease
2: at the front oh but he's
5: got the, but he's no he's got the shoulder problem yeah he's got
2: shoulder he, he already operated on that he had a knee problem which he already operated to you can find his interview on the pwc network too if you listen to that it's a pretty good interview yeah so uh, that show getting uploaded yeah that got uploaded too but it's a great interview but anyway um also i just feel like you got to listen to it to understand where i'm coming from but uh Anyway, we'll see what happens. I think that pretty much sums it up, Jeff. So, I think we can take it home, man. We've done a good two and a half hours, dude, I believe. That's plenty. That's more than plenty. So, please, Jeff, tell them where they can find you, man. You can find me at uh, Hammerlock Hangover.
5: That's my wrestling podcast. I do with Big Daddy Cool, Steve Pena. Occasionally, you can find it on the PwC, but for the moment, just look for Hammerlock Hangover. It will be
2: back on the PwC, folks, 100%. It's just... Uh yeah but anyway continue Jeff.
5: <laughs> uh garden of doom uh that's a show that's uh, about alternative stuff usually though there is some hard history in there uh, actually quite a bit of really good hard history in there um and then i have a sister show to that garden views which is uh sort of more mainstream interviews but we been doing a legal theme lately so some of the more recent shows are are really uh, very relevant Crypt- ones on cryptocurrency the guy who was my guest was a master's level uh, teaching master's level professor of course at university of maryland and the latest show was the law of armed conflict which recorded just after the ukraine invasion started oh, so convenience yeah and my and the, my guest captain julius blattner was actually the guy in washington dc who was the jag on duty for all the guardsmen in, in january 6th and beyond that said this is what force you can use and what circumstances down to when can you remove a sidearm from its holster but he was the one answering those questions for those months so um so and we're going to continue with that too but there's lots of good stuff and fun stuff on there eventually we're going to finish this law of the space thing but i do have law, a law of the sea episode with holly duramus who's uh berkeley law professor director of their law of the sea institute and and uh, and we're going to do admiralty and uh and, and you know, but a whole bunch of other stuff as well so
2: Check those stuff out. It, it, it's, all,
5: it's all good shit. Good chisnet.
2: Absolutely, absolutely. Good shiznit. Not cowboy shiznit, right, Jeff? <laughs> oh, and on uh Twitter, I
5: guess I should say. At a at empty. And who's Evil Dose though, Jeff? Shouldn't you be plugging in? Um, the funny thing is, I mean it's fine. It's evil dose at Garden Doom, not another but I actually made that account simply so that I could follow and get wrestling news from wrestling journals who like <laughs> blocked me on the regular account uh-huh. but that account seems to be getting followers so i i, I mean i generally follow people back anyway but no I'm, I'm not i'm really not looking to grow that account it's it it drags me into conversations which is what got me blocked in the first place so i i so you know no Attic for spell md is really the preferred one because the 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 garden of Doom, evil dose at garden of doom is is really so. I mean, like Belzer and sap and mm. and like like all of them, and like XB. anyone you can think. Of. They, they had, they had, they had all. Yeah, Bick and Lixen Span. They, they all, they all blocked me. Matt Kuhn, you, you, you name it, all of them. Um, Matt and
2: Kuhn, what a juice that guy is, seriously.
5: <laughs> and usually for very thin reasons, occasionally deserved but mostly not at all. So, I mean, that, that's really what that account was for, but it's sort of taken a mini life of the time. Mini.
2: So you're saying you're evil dose, Jeff? Is that what you're, like, saying, or am I hearing things? You're hearing things. Okay, anyway. <laughs> well, he <laughs> threw me off. But please like and subscribe right here at the pwcnetwork.podbean.com. Also at the pwhustlenetworks.podbean.com. You, if you want to follow me, you can follow me at DJ Mass Effects and also at the pwc network on twitter i think that's about it so i'm jimmy t he's dr evil jeff lipman and you've been listening to the pwc wednesday night skirmish right here on the pwc network and at the pw hustle networks peace stay evil my friends
4: Up here to not to kick it off as tony khan mentioned this is a match that has been weighing on both men for over 20 years specifically 20 years and one week so amazing to have it happen here in the home of aew at Daly's place nice sto by daniels nice takedown down by cd there look at that eye yeah man that, this does not look nice uh, it, it, I, don't, I don't know about limited sight but he's got to be wrestling only with one eye with full sight oh but he followed up that big right-handed uppercut and now the cross arm iconoclasm oh. by daniels he floats over grabs the far leg the cover no the grit and determination of brian danielson who could just as easily taken the smart way out take the loss Christopher yeah, Daniels, like they say on family feud. Take the edge. He was looking for the angel's wings. Brian Danielson has helped, has felt that before, and he countered and hit the German suplex. Released it perfectly on that German suplex, but look at Danielson. I think the blunt of the blow was in the neck and the back of the head of, of And
3: yeah, Look at the chest of Danielson, man.
4: Christopher Daniels up in the corner. Brian Danielson closes that distance. Oh a running strike in the corner. Nowhere to go either. That turnbuckle kept everybody braced up. I thought for a minute that Christopher Daniel was going to lure him into that corner move, but he's taking just too much punishment there. I think you're right, Tony, and I think that's going to be hard to accomplish to uh, manipulate the man in this dish and not the punishment right here. Knife edge chops by Brian Danielson. places the fallen angel up on the top rope. Carious position for both men. Brian Danielson's record in AEW, 15, 1, and 2. You can make money on those odds. Yeah, and Christopher Daniel looking for win number 30 in his AEW career. A headbutt. Knocks Danielson back into the ring. Christopher Daniels gets his footing on the top rope. Diving cross body. No. Danielson rolls through. Two. No. Wow, he almost, he almost. Oh, look at that. that! Snaps into the Jujikatami. Whoa, Daniels! Very nearly countered the counter. Well, scouted. nice counter. Yeah, yeah. nice counter. Got a near ball out of it. Daniels is looking for Mahi Straw, but Brian Daniels in the Mahi Straw cradle countered again. One, two, no. The crucifix two. Both these men know all the counters, and I got to give the advantage of the counter performance here tonight to Christopher Daniels. But Daniels landed that right hand to the jaw, and Brian Danielson smirked. What? On the heels, of the announcement that Tony Khan has purchased Ring of Honor. Nice. Brian Danielson was the Ring of Honor champion for 452 days. Yeah, 20 years ago, these two men oh! the first match there. And they're rekindling this rivalry once again. I love what traditions are brought forward. Oh, I do, too. what finished. a rolling elbow strike. One, two. Whoa, Daniels. A little lax in the cover department, fellas. And I'm not so scared that wasn't half-assed premeditated take a look at Daly's place would you speaking of tradition what this place has meant to us what it meant during the pandemic this was our home for nearly a year and a half always great to come back here but always great to see the fans around the country oh danielson spent a little too much time these guys get to a certain point they lose a lot of their patience their aggression increases and they are more apt to take high risk. Christopher Daniels looking for iconoclasm once again, but Brian Danielson. Wow, grabbing at the nose. Now Daniels following Danielson up to the top. He rocked him on that blow. He sure as hell did, Tony. Christopher Daniels. Can we think of top rope work on Rana? No. Oh. Oh boy, that was. You can see that one a mile away. What a counter! Especially if you're. And Brian, Brian Danielson. Oh. Look at counter, Yeah. And Christopher Daniel can see that one a mile away too, JR. Yeah. He's you're looking right. for the best moonsault ever. Oh, no. Knees the up. counter. Into the triangle sleeper. Brian Danielson anticipated it. He's putting Christopher Daniels to sleep. The pain and torture coming. He's trying to get to the ropes. He's trying these best to get to the ropes. But Look at those elbows. The point of the elbow right to the skull. And the up. referee stops it. It's out and look at this brian danielson once again hanging on after the bell hell of an effort by both men great match no doubt about that there is your winner the american dragon brian danielson uh, brian danielson being exposed again here tonight and one can only wonder how physical it will get on sunday night on pay-per-view with brian and john moxley it's going to be as physical as any match we've ever called
3: gentlemen i can tell you that 20 years since the first Ring of Honor show, Christopher Daniels and I were in the main event. And at that time, we started matches with a handshake, and we ended matches with a handshake. Let's hear it for Christopher Daniels. But here's the thing. I'm not in Ring of Honor. I'm in AEW. And it's time to kick somebody's head in. Wait,
4: no, come on. He,
3: he cannot do this. he
4: this- better judgment. What is he trying to prove here? What the hell is he trying to prove? they already put Christopher Daniels to sleep completely unnecessary by Brian Danielson.
3: John Moxley! On Sunday at Revolution, the head that's gonna be stomped in is yours.
4: Now what do you got to say? Well, you, you knew damn well this would not go unanswered. And you know the crowd's gonna be behind in Orlando Sunday night. We we'll, hope you'll be sitting in front of your televisions joining us on pay-per-view. Wow. Intensity. Can we describe his intensity any more than just showing his face? Says it all. John Moxley, the jaw is set. He is walking into the fray with the American Dragon. And he's, he's not tiptoeing in the back door either.
3: I can see that the American Dragon Brian Danielson is better than ever. And I can see that Brian Danielson is more violent than ever. But you got it wrong, my friend. There is two paths I can walk right now. I'm at what they call a crossroads. And which path I take will determine my future. Do you think I'm gonna end up walking this path? Down this path, I get my head kicked in on Sunday, and I fade into oblivion, never to be heard from again. But that ain't what's gonna happen. That ain't what's gonna happen by a long shot. I choose to walk another path through sheer force of will refusal to die I will walk this path through fire through bullets and through you because at the end of this path is something that looked impossible not too long ago at the end of this path I beat the American dragon Brian Danielson the story of John Moxley is just starting. It's just beginning. And I write the first chapter on Sunday, a chapter that's gonna be written in blood. Ladies, since you wanna come out here talking about what you're gonna do to me, how you're gonna kick my head in talking about what you're gonna do to me, there's like a million people watching on TV, Brian. There's thousands of people here right now. You wanna prove me wrong? You wanna prove me wrong? Take your shot!
4: Wow. Man, you can feel the tension in the air in every fan here. Moxley's like a psycho. He's always ready to fight. Sunday. Sunday, these two They got me. Uh-oh. they get some now. Danielson squaring up to Moxley. And- oh. Oh, for- All right, okay. Discretion he will say, is the much better part of Bauer. Whoa. Oh, He lured him in. He won him in the ring. He, he got him scene in. For the main event on Sunday night, the champion, the challenger, and here they go. Heavy leather being exchanged in the center of the ring. And here comes Silver and Reynolds, Fish and O'Reilly, all six men. Referee's lost complete control. Not that that's his fault. A lot of intensity. Ooh, this is it. This is what we're all about, guys. Intensity and fighting. The meat man's got magic feet. John Silver. No, get reversed. But i right there with the lariat. My God, what impact. The pop of the hips. The crack of the arm. The champion scored big time. I can't wait for Revolution guys, this would give me chills, man. Rolling him over and pin him. let's go! Hangman Page with the waist lock, could be looking for a deadlift German. No, nope. oh! Adam Cole, the Inzy Geary. Yeah, he was trying to do damage before the pay-per-view. And Alex Reynolds made the blind tag, comes in, backs Adam Cole up to the corner. Cole, the pump kick, right in the face of Reynolds. Reynolds pops him up, that knee strike caught. Adam Cole on the point of the jaw. Reynolds charges in, high boot. Oh, the super kick by Cole. The faster you go, the better Cole likes it. He made a great counter and almost uh, kicked Alex Reynolds' head off. But he lowers the boom. Alex Reynolds had no chance. He didn't see it coming. And Adam Cole scores the win. He didn't get right. overexposed. And Adam. Looks cool. like Cole comes out of this healthy. And with some momentum, heading into Sunday night on Pay-Per-View. Can't wait. And Adam, oh, this is what he's all about. He's no good. Yep. If scoring the victory wasn't enough. Some shots after the bell, but Hangman Adam Page right there. Uh Uh-oh, but Kyle O'Reilly trying to put Hangman to sleep. He's choking him is what he's doing. Oh. They're going for the high-low, but instead, Hangman able to fight his way out of it. He's fighting off all of them. Look at this. Right, Hangman, he's got to be careful here. Out but, to the apron. Don't look. Get out of your lane. Do it! Oh, no. Bobby oh, no. Fish, the kick to the ankles. as Hangman was poised to deliver that Buckshot Lariat. Adam Cole, this is a serious situation where the AEW World Champion is getting assaulted. They got, what do they got, duct tape? Red Dragon with duct tape, and the AEW Champion literally against the ropes. What the hell is it? And Adam Cole, they're trying to do the damage. They're trying to wear him down. They're trying they're, to run the pay-per-view. They're trying to, they're trying to hurt him they before really Sunday night. They are trying to make sure Hangman Page cannot fight at Revolution. Like but Hangman will absolutely not back down. What does this think to the integrity, if there is any, of Adam Cole? If there's none. There is none. Hangman Page restrained. And Adam Cole Haunting the AEW world champions, run. John Silver trying to help him out, but John Silver's been battered as well. And now we're at Dragging the high low on Silver. And Alex Reynolds at the mercy of Adam Cole. Oh, Panama Sunrise! And Cole and crew have got it rolling. And Hangman Page forced to watch it all. Hangman Page is in a helpless state and that's not where your world champion needs to be. Oh, but Hangman, the headbutt, trying to fight off the ropes with a super kick. Man, what a cracking headbutt.
2: Adam go had that
4: title belt in his hand. He got whacked. He picked up the belt that he hasn't deserved. A-W- and hasn't an earned. AEW champion is defenseless. look at all. this. No class. Paul said that belongs to me, mockingly placing the the belt on the shoulder of Hangman Page. Well, ladies and gentlemen, it has been a riveting hour here on AEW Dynamite. Big announcements galore. And we're focusing straight on to Orlando. Sunday night, a per view. Revolution is going to be extraordinary. We guarantee it. Is interesting development. Is
7: yes, a lot of interesting developments
4: and a lot of things going on in wrestling. Yes,
0: this, this contest is set for one ball with a 20 minute time limit. Making his way into the ring from Cleveland, Ohio. Weighing 267 pounds.
4: Ooh! I've said this a few times in my career, about certain athletes being blue chip, And I truly believe this kid, Wardlow, who we're gonna see here in a moment, in action, is a blue chip. Cesar Bononi. Cesar Bononi will go one-on-one with Wardlow. Wardlow, who alongside Keith Lee, Powerhouse Hobbs, Ricky Starks, and Orange Cassidy already qualified for the face of the revolution ladder match coming up this sunday at revolution live at 8 eastern on pay-per-view through traditional cable and satellite providers all-new bleacher report app select theaters nationwide and fight tv internationally it didn't take long for the band to tune up to play another hit i wasn't sure because cesar Bononi is bigger than wardlow not many can say that that he could hoist him up but and- He's gonna do it again! We saw Wardlow do it to Nick Camarado last Friday in Rampage. Look at this manhandling. This Superman-like competitor with a, yet another Powerbomb. The Powerbomb Symphony!
7: Here yes. is who we go. Wardlow
4: 23-1 in his past 24 matches. And that one loss came to CM Punk because of the intervention of MJF. And now, look at Sean Spears once again, trying to steal the spotlight from Wardlow, but Wardlow! Spears is trying to get the proverbial rub from Wardlow. And Wardlow's not gonna be a party to this. Well, I don't wanna say what I was gonna say, but... Listen up, chant Wardlow's name here. And remember, Spears is supposed to be the accountability buddy for Wardlow, but it seems that Spears is the one going off the rails. Oh, ho, 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 ho. Tony, in my opinion, this is a long time coming. I think so. Look at Sean Spears, not even looking in the eye. Oh, there he glanced, Caddy. Yes, well Wardlow headed into the face of the Revolution Ladder match this Sunday on pay-per-view with plenty of momentum.
1: Here with Wardlow and tra- hey, I, I know you're mad, big man. No big deal. I still love you, okay? But big news, big news. Maxie, Maxie, come here, baby. Come here, come here. Listen to this, listen. Hey, buddy. Heard you got a little bit perturbed earlier with Spearsy, and I just want to give you some good news, okay? If you win the Face of the Revolution ladder match, and if you beat the TNT champion, I'll let you keep the title, man. Woo! Right? Besides, it's not like you're going to win it anyway.
3: It's because I'm too busy making sure you're always winning.
1: Not something you aren't a professional wrestler you are my bodyguard you don't work for AEW you work for me if I were you I would not mistake my kindness for weakness or I swear to God you and your family will be out on the street
4: the amazing story is here that FTR tough like the two original teams and they're still around together Look at Dante Martin, he's slinging some rights in the face of the Young Bucks, Darius taking out FTR. What a return. Be very easy to say that one of these three teams could be a huge part of the tag team future here in AEW. what a return to action for Top Flight, what return for Darius. And it would be made even sweeter by moving on to Revolution this Sunday. Dante just ate a right hand from Cash Wheeler. There's big money awaiting the winner of this match because of the opportunity that it earns them. Oh, look at this. The nosedive, no? Yeah, Cash saw it coming, buddy. And, oh, he pops up. Dante. Dante oh!
7: takes out
4: Cash as well. Double elimination there. Both men doing their business. Better turn around. Better turn around. It's harwood intercepts the superkick he's all coming man who to the mid-section ins- oh. the rebound powerbomb reversal by matt jackson and matt jackson almost Old, only oh. one foot landed on the stage Stefan smith had his hand up one foot red dragons come out red what? dragon they've already qualified for revolution that three-way world championship match and the super kick party by the Young Bucks it's Dex totally Harwood's out amazing. I think in inadvertently what the hell's going on out here they've helped the Young Bucks what they've done and then they wipe out Dex Harwood Red Dragon trying to make up for what happened last week eliminating the Young Bucks from the match well Darius has returned and Buddy he's got his work cut out for him now this would be Miraculous. Nothing short of a miracle. If the Bucks lose this, Darius Martin, he's not backing down. He's no. doing the only thing he can. You got to fight, buddy. Just, oh, super kick. Intercepted. And oh, the stomp on the kneecap. Matt Jackson sends Darius into the ropes. Darius comes back. Oh, Darius. A flying form. Turn around, kid. And Don't that- turn your back. Darius, Yeah, well, he's a little rusty, it's been a year, I get it. And remember the last time Darius competed here in Daly's place, the crowd wasn't a factor, but... Oh, what a first match back! Just hanging there with all these guys! be one of the last three men in there! Nice drop step, he reverses Matt Jackson into the rope! Standing Spanish fly! Amazing display of offense. And yes! Yeah. Whoa, Nick Jackson lands on the apron, but Brandon Cutler, he's pushing Stooge there to... Ha- Help Nick Jackson hang on. There's Stooge. He needs somebody to put a trance on him. Whoa, no! Oh!
1: Nick Jackson has been in the Darius,
4: Darius is going to do it! He's going to do it! Oh, my God! It's so Don't close! stop! Don't stop! Huge upset Again. in the making. Again, he's a little rusty. He okay. thought he had it won, and down look down at it! Two him. men. Whoa, Matt Jackson quickly into the ring. Darius though launches over Matt Jackson. Darius, Moore. ooh, so Darius held Moore. on. And Matt Jackson thinks he's won it. God, they got fans on their feet here. Look at him standing. This has come down to the wire. Who will advance to Revolution? Elimination nears for one of these men. They have to, their feet have to touch the floor to be eliminated. Will it be Matt Jackson? Will it be? Darius Martin that moves their team on to revolution. What drama man, what drama in a battle royale. Darius shots right across the nose. low Low blow. Low blow is not illegal. No disqualifications. You're right, anything goes. Oh, the super kick. Measured and delivered. Nick and Matt. Jackson
1: Jackson, the.
4: Young Bucks! And they're in there with Red Dragon! Red Dragon celebrating! I'm confused. Uh, it seems I like, like there's something going on here, fellas. It seems like a little bit of a collusion, some cooperation, a make good for what happened in the Battle Royal last week. Maybe that's it, a make good. Ah, uh, here come the champions! We know this Sunday will be Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus defending in a three-way match against the Young Bucks and Red Dragon live on pay-per-view. AEW Dynamite back live here on TBS. I'm Excalibur, joined by Tony Schiavone and JR. And Mercedes Martinez just made the tag and has oh. taken out Jamie Hayter and Britt Baker. Champ took a nasty spill on that one. Mercedes Martinez is trying for that powerbomb, but instead, oh, the t on suplex. Well, that takes a lot of strength, by the way. Yes, it does. Mercedes looking for that cover. Jamie Hader able to kick out, and Hader is not fatigued. Remember, it will be Dr. Britt Baker DMD defending the E.W. Women's World Championship this Sunday Dang. live on pay-per-view against Thunder Rosa, the number one ranked Thunder Rosa. Mercedes looking for a half and half, perhaps. But Britt Baker rip cord elbow, Jamie Hader. Oh, the backbreaker! Hold her, and she's still holding on to it. Thrust kick, back heel trip. Britt Baker, the cover, Two oh Oh, so close! Well, it was all set up for the champ. Remember, Just going to close the deal. This Friday night, immediately following a live AEW Rampage, the countdown to Revolution 11, 10 Central on TNT. We already know Keith Lee is going to have himself a warm-up match during Rampage, and we have three men battling for the TNT Championship on Friday. Britt! Baker, the thrust kick, Mercedes Martinez is staggered. Look at this. Britt may be thinking lockjaw. Yeah, she takes some frustration out on Mercedes Martinez thinking that Mercedes didn't get the job done that she was hired to do. And here come the two adversaries in one of the main events, featured on Sunday night on Pay-Per-View. They say it's a revolution. Boom! Britt Baker, elbow strikes, Thunder Rosa. Oh! oh, oh boy, he has a paintbrush from hell right there. <laughs> oh, Britt and Thunder Rosa teeing off on one another. I love it when you say paintbrush, Tony. <laughs> oh, Thunder Rosa. She fainted and she intercepted. Don't you just love this, this rivalry, this tearing? Footstop avoided by Britt Baker. They both prepared for tag matches tonight, but they'll have all their focus between now and Sunday on their championship match. Ooh, Thunder Rosa's looking at that fire Thunder driver. Britt Baker ripped board. oh Thunder Rosa, Death Valley driver. Well, that may be enough. It could be. Deep hook to, no. Oh, my God. came out of nowhere with a full head of steam to interrupt that count. Yes, sir. A head of steam I and a big double accent. The awards are coming and the choice is yours. Head to AEWAwards.com to cast your vote right now. Big high roundhouse kick there by Thunder Rosa. Mercedes Martinez. The half, and vote. half just planted for Baker. Camps in big trouble here. Big trouble. Yeah, things are breaking down. Yeah, this is com- coming unraveled. Right. Big time grudge match. Thunder Rosa has Britt Baker hooked. Mercedes Martinez just took out Hater and Rumble. Thunder Rosa. Look
7: It's over.
1: Mercedes Martinez and Thunder Rosa. Thunder Rosa pins the champ.
4: Can she do it again Sunday on pay-per-view in their much anticipated one-on-one encounter.
0: WC network what the world is watching and listening to. <music> P W. Hustle the recognized symbol of excellence in sports entertainment.